Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a very special Thanksgiving episode of Behind the Plays. I am your host, Davion, the main host as always. I'm always here, but with me today, we have our football connoisseur, our co-host, if you will, Eric. Hello. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. I know it's Wednesday, but they're listening on Thursday. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving enough. Thanks, close enough, right? All right, so I have my cup of tea, um, seeing as my throat hurts, but... I'm still going to talk just as much. We had a very interesting week in the NFL. For anyone who wants to know, we went 7-7 seven and seven each of us this week. Yeah, tough we're, week. We're slowly on the decline. Tough week. Tough week for us. But, I mean, based off of our performance earlier, I mean, can I really be too upset at, like, one-off week for us, you know? Still no sub-500 weeks. That's all I'm going to say. Still no yeah, below a, 500. I've, I, this is my second 500 week. This is my We never first. got below. This is my first 500 week. I intend to keep it that way. <laughs> um, but we had a very interesting week in the NFL. We had a very, uh, we had a lot of really good matchups this week and a lot of close games that surprisingly were close in my opinion. There were a lot of really good games this this uh, this week. So um, we're gonna just dive right into it. Is there anything you need to want to want to start off with this week? Any, any, any the Broncos won. That's huge. Uh, the Eagles did not. That is huge. I did not. Expect, I didn't even pick them to win. Neither did I. And everyone in the NFC is currently <laughs> has three wins. And the Eagles are winning because they literally leading because they have a tie. The NFC East is tight in the weirdest way possible. Yeah, no, literally three. Everyone's three and seven, and the Eagles are three, six, and one, and we're leading the division because we have the tie. I told you this tie is going to be the clutchest thing ever. <laughs> um, but let's just dive into it. Thursday night football was actually a very, very, very entertaining showdown between the Seahawks and the Cardinals. A rematch that everyone was really excited for and waiting for, uh, for pretty much to help supremacy in the NFC East, which is very, very tight with the Rams, Cardinals, and Seahawks all being six and four to start the I'm sorry, six and three to start the week. Yep, yep. I'm looking up the give me the one second for Cardinals Seahawks stats. Thursday is my D and D night, so I never get to watch these games or rarely ever. Um I can talk a Seahawks little bit about do it. win. Yeah, they won. Twenty eight to twenty one. Close game for sure. I uh, came right down to the wire. Came, came um, right down to the wire. There was a big conversation I remember at the very before this game happened of like, okay, who's who's a better chance to win the MVP? Maybe not the front runner, but who has a better chance right now? Russell Wilson or Kyler Murray? I think we all kind of knew it was Russell Wilson. We just didn't want to say it. But the fact that Russell Wilson won head to head versus Kyler Murray at this stage of the NFL season kind of proves that he is a front runner for the NFL. However. Um, I think he's dropped an MVP. Uh, I do too. too. Uh, I, I think he's higher than Kyler Murray is what got proved. But I think, I think Russell a different Wilson's game second, this week game proved we that there's about. a different candidate right now. Yeah, there's someone else we gotta have a nice conversation about when we get there. Uh, it's definitely I definitely changed my MVP votes. I think Russell Wilson's number two. I think Kyler Murray's like four or five right now. Yeah, somewhere on there. Yeah, but they're both playing really good football, and they both play. They, they both had good games. Like they didn't play terrible. Um, they did. Um, they both uh, almost threw for 200 yards. I wish Russell Wilson had got a little more yards for fantasy purposes, but it's okay. I still won because I got to play Taysom Hill at tight end, which will never happen again. Uh, Russell Wilson threw 23 for 28, 197 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he ran a little bit as well. Uh, the biggest difference maker in this game was the fourth quarter. We went into the fourth quarter. They were down two points, uh, the Cardinals being. It was 21-23. The Cardinals did not score one singular time in the fourth quarter. I take it back. Yeah. They scored their touchdown in the fourth quarter. They scored the touchdown that gave, cut it to two because it's the, the drive started in the third quarter when it moved. It got all the way into the fourth 
quarter. Gotcha. Sorry, my bad. That's where that got Might as well have been the third quarter, but yeah. Right. I get what they you're scored saying. like right at the beginning, like a minute into the fourth quarter. Um, but And then they forced a punt, but then there was a safety, and that kind of sucked. Uh, because it wasn't even like a, like a really bad – it wasn't even like they got sacked. It was a – Kyler Murray got called for intentional grounding. Uh, so it was a pretty bad penalty. They got put on the two-yard line. Uh, they took the pass. D-hop threw it to D-hop, eight yards. Then they got a holding call which because it was enforced in the end zone because the holding call was in the end zone it's an automatic safety pen uh, automatic safety so that really uh screwed up all their momentum uh they didn't really get any plays off they just literally had two penalties and that was that uh they got a safety yeah uh then the that that paired with the field goal gave made it a seven point game kyler murray starts to drive them down the field with like two minutes left they get they get to the seattle 27 yard line and seattle forces four incomplete passes Three incomplete passes and get a sack to end the game. So, um, yeah, really good stand in, within the thirty yard. Like Kyler Murray looked like he was tying this game up, but then a couple incomplete passes. Uh, really good defensive play from the Seahawks in that those closing minutes of the game. Definitely, um, Russell Wilson got some help this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a pretty good ground attack. Carlos Hyde had fourteen carries for seventy nine yards with a touchdown, and Chris Carson is due to come back this week. Yep. So that's certainly helping the Seahawks for sure. Right now, the Rams are technically leading the division because, yep. as we'll talk about much later, the they beat the Bucks on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. So they and they had the head-to-head with the Seahawks. So the Rams are currently winning the West, and like we said, like the Cardinals were winning it last week. The Seahawks have been winning the division forever. Like the, the NFC West is going to be super, super tight mm-hmm. unless you're the 49ers. Yeah, the 49ers I feel like are kind of out of the out of contention right now, just because of all the injuries yeah. and everything going on with them. Um, yeah, they're it, still it, too many to losses, and the, it's just I too think. Much th- for them. Yeah, too many losses at this point in the season, and I think the losses are due to the injuries for sure. Mm-hmm. So it certainly doesn't help, but still, I genuinely think we'll have three teams go from the NFC West. Yeah, it definitely seems like it's that case. As a as it stands right now, it would be three teams: the Rams, Seahawks, and Cardinals would all make the playoffs. Yeah, and then the next be- next best would be the Buccaneers. I think. If I'm not mistaken. Well, I don't know. I think the Bucks are the Bucks are like six and four now. Yeah, but I think they were still, like, next. I think they still have to be, right? Yeah, I'm thinking of who else is in the NFC at this point. Because the Saints are winning, Packers are winning their division, Seahawks Seahawks, and Rams. Uh, Rams are winning their division, Cardinals, Seahawks, Bucks, and then Eagles. Yeah. The Bears are literally, yeah, like, it is and the, the Bears are a game out of the playoffs. So, just for clarification, they're not out of it either. Like, the Bears are still in very much able to make the playoffs. Yeah, definitely. Uh, gosh. Wait, are the Bucks? Bucks six, are six and, four, and four, seven and three. They're six and four. They are the seventh seed as of right now. Okay. They would be the seventh seed, and if we get an eighth seed, the Bears would make the playoffs at the eighth seed. Okay. I think I forgot to do that game in the standings. That's what happened. Mm. Yeah, they're six and. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah. I haven't looked. I haven't done my standings thing in a minute. I really need to look at it and do it off screen, uh, or yeah. off recording next week before next week. Yes. Um, okay, that's why I was off. But yeah, we're okay. Yeah, I mean, the Bucks are still probably the favorite to make the playoffs either way, but the Bucks are definitely falling off a little bit. I've had some really critical losses that's really hurt them, but I mean, we'll exactly. Get, we'll talk, but, I want to talk about that when we get I don't know if the rest on. of the NFC is competitive enough um, to take it from the Bucks. We'll see. I, I have it, it's going to be the here. if it's any going to be if it's going to be anybody, it'll be the Bears. That's what I'm saying. And I hate to say it, but the Bears are like decent enough to beat some of the teams that they go against. Like they're not going to beat the Packers, right? I don't think they'll beat the Packers, but like they play the Lions. They could very much beat the Lions. 
also very much lose to the Lions, but they could beat the Lions. They could beat the Texans. They should have lost to the Lions last time. Should they could have. beat the Texans. But they I still could think they the could Vikings. beat them. They could beat the Texans. They could beat the Vikings. They could... And then they play the Jags and the Packers again. Right, and I think they could beat the Packers. I think four of, the, four of those six games are super... Like, I think all six of those games are extremely winnable for them, specifically. Yeah, so but we could, we could see a late surge from the Bears and, and take the playoff spot from the Bucks. We'll have to see. Yeah, so we'll see. The playoffs can be really tight at that 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 those playoff spots there because uh the buccaneers still have a very very rough schedule to finish out the season but uh they could very well win a bunch of games uh but they could very well lose a bunch of games too so yeah so let's see let, we'll see have to see what it is but uh i really liked what i saw from both teams this week um someone had to lose the game that's just what it came down yeah. to legitimately the, they, they could have tied nobody could have lost the game true you you got me there that would have been that would have been something the rams would have been <laughs> that would have been worst their, case scenario that would have been worst case scenario for both teams the rams would have been licking their lips at a tie oh gosh yeah um okay but next yeah, up it was a good game. sunday morning panthers beat the lions 20, 20 to zero i predicted the lions um, to win this game and um i was a little upset. fun fact this is the first ever goose egg in matt stafford's career he, this is the first time he's never put up points? Correct. That's nuts. First one. Wow. Matt Stafford's very underrated. <laughs> I think so, too, for sure. Uh, it's just the Lions franchise as a whole is so terrible. Yeah. Like, historically yeah. terrible. And they're not generating anything right now. The Panthers, I don't know if they're the better team, like, you know, nine times out of ten. When they when they match up with the Lions, like I think that game, I, I think in terms of strength and in terms of skill, I think the Panthers and Lions are closer than they than this game shows. Mm -hmm. But the Panthers came out and dominated, and once again without Christian McCaffrey, they were even without Teddy Bridgewater. It was uh, PJ Walker from the, the good old XFL. Yeah, he played. He started played for the Panthers this week, and he played well. Yeah, he played pretty good. Good for him. XFL MVP popped off. Yeah, well it's deserving. a good win for him. And it looks like um, I saw in, I saw a tweet earlier today as well. It looks like Teddy is back this week, but Chris McCaffrey is still out. Yeah, if they're if they're I mean, Which, like at and, this and point, Joe just... Mixon is also confirmed on the IR. So yeah. my fantasy team is fresh out of running backs, dude. <laughs> so I really liked what I saw from the Panthers. Their defense played well enough too, and this and that's a very young defense. Mm. Um, I believe DJ Moore is top five in receiving yards. Robbie Anderson is having a great year too. Like, I think the Panthers have a solid offense, especially when Christian McCaffrey is healthy. Yeah. If they can bolster that defense, I think they could be a decent enough team for the future. However, they're actually it could be a good time to strike because we know that Drew Brees is getting older. We know so that Tom Brady is and they're getting older. So is there um their backups too? Like, I mean, the, like Jameis Winston's going to be playing. Taysom Hill kind of proved this week that. I guess it, he can do a little more than just be the, you know, he could be a starting quarterback, not just be a gadget player. Um, mm -hmm. But, like, still, I feel like that's... Tight end Taysom Hill? Yeah, of course, tight end Taysom Hill. Um, <laughs> but, like, for the, for the Buccaneers, like, they got TB, but, like, they also have older people. Like, Gronk's probably going to retire when TB retires. AB's probably not going to be around for much longer. Like, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are good, but depending on their quarterback, like, are they going to be competitive again? Because we've shown, if they have Jameis Winston, they go 8-8. Eight and eight. If they mm -hmm. don't have Jameis Winston, I mean, they're 6-4, so they're not much The bad, Bucks do still. have a fairly young defense, like, outside of Indomitian Sue and Jason Pierre-Paul. It's a pretty young defense. They also have the least amount of fingers in the NFL uh, on their It's defense. true. Yeah. 
I can't believe we're Actually, still making I take Jason that back. Pierre, I take Jason that back. fingers jokes it's in 2020. Probably the Seahawks have the least amount of fingers. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if they got Jason Pierre-Paul, that would be interesting. The Seahawks getting JPP, that'd be uh, that'd be it. that'd be meme central. For sure. Um, yeah, we we were joking about that on Monday night that Jared Goff threw a, an interception, right? And that's you know not completely unheard of, but right. he threw it to Jason Pierre-Paul, mm-hmm. which is not only is he a defensive lineman. But it was like he threw he it at him, and it was like situation. he threw it at him, like, "Oh yeah, I'm just throwing the ball away. It shouldn't be fine. It should be fine." And he like not only did he not use the hand that had no fingers, he used the, he used the other hand that actually has all five fingers on it, and like cuffed the ball. And I was like, he just didn't even try to use both hands. He just was like, "Nope, not yeah. even going to attempt to try to catch it with the other hand." Yeah. It was great. so either way, Panthers Lions wise, I mean, I think the Panthers could be a, a decent enough team for the future. Yeah. Um, Teddy Bridgewater's got to be what probably like 28, 29. Uh, so he's sure. young enough. Something like that. So, yeah, I, I like what we're seeing from the Panthers. Um, I don't think they're good enough this year. I think in the future they could be, though. Yeah, I think they're solid. Uh, they're definitely solid yeah. for the future because CMC is just super good. Um, yes. He's one of the best running backs in the league, and him being out really hurts them on offense. Uh, but they have a really good – they have a good receiving core. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is a solid quarterback. Their O-line is actually not terrible, um, and CMC makes them super good. So, boister up the defense, and they could become contenders very soon, but not this year. Moving right along, we have the Patriots and the Texans, which actually was a close game for most of the Definitely. Time. Uh, this was Deshaun Watson putting the Texans on his back. Always. And you can't convince me it wasn't. My, my stats just don't want to load for this game like this. All right. I'm just... I believe, I believe Will... Is it Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks are, got hurt this game and are now outs? Or is it... Or it's Will Fuller and Randall Cobb, or it's Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb. I don't know. It's like two-thirds of the twos, I believe, got hurt this game. Hmm. And Deshaun Watson still did what he did. That's actually kind of nutty. Deshaun Watson's kind of cracked. Yeah, I, I think he's he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I don't. There's no doubt in my mind. It's just that the... The Texans aren't doing enough to support him right now. Yeah, and I mean, like, they, I feel like they just haven't ever since they they started trading people away and they're just not, like, getting him assistance. Like yeah, he, Deshaun Watson led the team in rushing, too. Yeah, he, he did. Six carries for 36 yards and a touchdown. He had three total touchdowns on the day. Averaged six yards a carry. Averaged almost 10 yards a pass. 28 for 37. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Other than that, like yeah. he, he played extremely well. Um, Brandon Cooks w- uh, was actually a huge target. Four reception for 85 yards is pretty nutty. 44-yard bomb. Yes. Uh, Will Fuller was playing well, six receptions for 80 yards. But, like, he threw his touchdowns to Kiki Kuti, who is another, like, two-wide receiver, and Randall Cobb. Like, <laughs> those are, this is, like, this team just needs, like, that guy, like, a guy. Which Will Fuller, I think, can develop into that guy, but he really needs to, like, work a little bit harder he's always been a two and this yes. is the year he needs to be a one um and last by the way it was it was randall cobb and kenny stills i didn't know was on the texans another two guy <laughs> they have so many twos. <laughs> that's crazy how do you have this many twos they have so many good backups they should just package like two backups like two two twos for a one that'd be lovely yeah that's big brain but yeah the team's um i mean the, the yeah and then 
New England started four and six for like the first time since like two thousand. It's up five hundred. Yeah, something like, something like that. Yeah, that. it's like nutty. Like this team is just. I mean, the Patriots are a team that has been dominant for so long. It's so weird seeing. And it's so strange to see them struggling right now. Yeah, I think it's not. I don't think it's all because because of Cam Newton either. I think Cam Newton's been playing good football. I think Bill Belichick uh, has a system that doesn't fit Cam Newton and his coaching style, so it really kind of hurts them both in a way. So, yeah. Um, I would I would see if they he can they can work something out for next season, or I think Bill Belichick needs to just call it quits at this point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, moving. I mean, anything else to add on this? Aside, from, I got nothing for I mean, Patriots Cam, Texans. Yeah, Deshaun Watson played phenomenal football, and just, Cam Newton didn't play terrible either. He threw three hundred sixty-five yards, twenty-six for forty. Is not a bad day. No interceptions, yeah. a, ton, a touchdown. Like he did not have a bad day at all whatsoever. Um, Steelers Jags was legally a football game. Yeah, I mean, what did we expect, right? The Steelers are ten and zero. They beat the Jags twenty-seven to three. The Jags, I believe, oh gosh, what did I just see? There's due to start somebody crazy. The Jags, I, was it the Jags that are going to start somebody different this week? Mike Glennon is supposed to start for the Jags this week. So, sorry about that. If there's like a cut in the between there or something happened, my recording stopped recording. My mic went all fuzzy and I went to reset something and it just stopped recording. I'm glad I caught it when I did or else this could have been really devastating. Um, yes. So we were talking about Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, and that there's a Jacksonville meme here, right? So the the meme is is that the um the Jacksonville the Jaguars are oh is the Bears and the Jags. It was like the Bears are starting Nick Foles, who benched who benched Mitch Trubisky for Foles, who took Mitch Trubisky over some. Oh man, I really want to find it. I I, I don't remember it. Oh, man, Jaguars. Oh, yeah, because Mike Glennon was a Bears quarterback for the longest time, and Mitch Trubisky took Mike Glennon's job in Chicago. That's what it was. They drafted Mitch Trubisky to bench Mike Glennon, who who is now um, starting over uh, Jake Luton this week because because of a benching, and I thought that was hilarious. It was something weird. And Nick Foles, uh, because because Gardner Minshew got hurt, who got benched for Nick Foles, so it's like a full circle. Who bet got Nick Foles got benched because of Garner Minshew? It was like a full circle thing. It was really. I don't know what's up with the Bears and like having these weird connections to other teams. Like it's always we talk nonsense. with our, we talk with our close good friend Alpha Alpha Mister Drops. Yes. Uh, I talk with him all the time because he's a Bears fan. Uh, I'm sorry, bud, but he's a Bears fan. We talk all the time about the Bears and the Broncos have this weird relationship of giving each other the stuff they don't want. Yeah, and it's mostly one way. Yeah, like. Jay Cutler, John Fox. Same with the Eagles. Danny Alshon Trevathan. Jeffrey, Jordan Howard. Yeah, it's and, yeah, and then they all end up in Philly. <laughs> and Alshon Jeffrey's a Super Bowl champion. So yeah, there you go. Nuts. So nuts. Nick Foles. Either way. So the Steelers, fun fact, are ten and zero for the first time in the history of the franchise, which is crazy to me because they were like the dominant team of the 70s and like won a bunch of super bowls back then and stuff too well you gotta think like also like they could have run into like one of the better teams lost a game and then still won a super bowl like uh, like earlier well like, yeah for sure but it's, like it's still mind-blowing to me that this like is nine and oh this is the first time ever they've been 10 and oh that's kind of crazy you know it's not like you know it's not like the steelers for the first time ever finished 16 and oh like yeah no duh right no, no, but just, like this is the first time they've ever been 10 and oh which yeah, is crazy to me i mean they're on track they're on track. I, 
They have a tough game this week against the Ravens, but they've beaten the Ravens and they're Why home. Why did they play week. it? True, 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 true. Um, then they have. Then they have Washington. Then they have then they, Buffalo, the Bills, Cincy, game. Cincinnati, Indy, and Cleveland. Indy is a tough game. Cleveland is so yeah. They they have a bunch of they have a bunch of tough games. Probably besides three Cincinnati. Three, three out of the six are tough games in my opinion. Washington's not a tough game. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Cincy's not a tough game. Uh, Bills are. I don't think the 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 what was the Week 16 matchup? Oh, okay, no, Colts. four of the six are tough matchups. Colts, yeah. Colts, Ravens. I think the Browns are a tough matchup, and the uh, Bills are a tough matchup. Yeah, the, like, the Browns aren't certainly aren't a walkover. Like they win twelve games. Like yeah, even if they lose those four games, like that's a that's a that's a that's a playoff spot. Like I don't see how they. Yeah, I don't. I, I, the, I don't think the Steelers winning because the Ravens are like spot. three, six, and four, aren't they? Yeah. So like that's a that's a to me, if they beat the Ravens this week, if the game happens, but if when they beat the Ravens this week, right? Yeah. <laughs> if I'm saying if because I don't know. That's to me that like clinches them the playoff spot. Because then, because at no point can right, right, the Steelers clinch the well, division with that win. No, because the Browns are seven and three; they're ahead of the Ravens right oh, now. Oh, that's right. Okay, so well, the Ravens can't pass the Steelers at that point because they'll both it, the worst that either one. I think I think it would lock the Ravens out of winning the division, but I don't think it locks, locks the Steelers. One hundred percent locks can the Ravens win. out of winning the division because the best that the Ravens could do at that point would be eleven and five, and the worst the Steelers could do would be eleven and five, and then the Ravens have lost to them twice now, so there's no way that they would do that. And if they beat the Browns in Week 17, I feel like that for sh- I mean, we have to wait for that. Uh, anyway, yeah, the Steelers could very well, like, clinch playoffs here shortly. So I think that's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I doubt they don't make the playoffs. I don't know if they mathematically can't. I don't know if they're mathematically, like, clinched yet. They haven't officially clinched, but... Yeah, I'm, they're still 10-0, and, and you want to know what's crazy to me? Is that I still feel like they're not going to be the one seed. Really? I do. Like, I've... I think the Chiefs are the best team in football. Oh, that yeah, they're that's close. the that's the thing. They're so close. Like, how are the how are the Steelers real life ten and zero? But it still feels like the Chiefs are better than them. Well, I I do think the Chiefs are better than them. Yeah. Um, I will say though, if we get that, I would love to see that as the AFC Championship game right now. Oh, for sure. Maybe even like, oh my gosh, the Colts would be interesting. The Titans would be interesting. There's so many good teams. Yeah, the, the, a- the AFC is is weird this year. Like the AFC is much tighter than the N- than the NFC because the NFC, I mean, like the eighth best team is 500. <laughs> right. And whereas like the eighth best team in the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The eighth best team nine. in the AFC right now is the Ravens. At six and four. Yeah. That's yeah. Nice. Wait, the Ravens are out of playoffs right now. Exactly. That's Wait, crazy. What? Yeah, they're not in the playoffs right now. The Steelers are in, the Chiefs, Colts, Colts won their, are winning their division. Colts are winning, and then the uh, Bills. Bills are winning their division. The Browns Dolphins are out right now, too. It, it, it's the Browns, the Raiders. No, the Dolphins are out, too. It's right now. It's the Browns, the Raiders, and the Titans. Oh, yeah, the Dolphins lost. Yeah, the Raiders. What? Yeah. The Raiders? The Raiders. The Raiders would play Kansas City in the first round if, if, if everything stopped it, yeah, right if, now. And that would be one heck of a game. Yeah, they've had two really good ones so far, so. And they won one Much of them. Much to my oh chagrin. My gosh. Dog, I can't even, like, fathom. They won the one happening. in Arrowhead, too. Mm-hmm. Whew. Lost one in Vegas, though. Yeah. Either way. Okay, Steelers, Jags. Yeah, Steelers are better. They're one of the best teams in the NFL. Game. Yeah. Now on to one of my favorite games of the week. Yeah, this one was fun. <laughs> uh, was we got. Great. I'm so happy I got this right. Yeah, uh, I missed this one for sure. 
Ooh. I'll take the L. It was close. Okay, like, it was a really good game. It was a I mean, really, yeah, I went really to overtime. I, it's, yeah. No, but, like, this game was, like, close, close for, like, a long time. Like, it was, like, it was, like, 7-0, 7-3, 7-3, 7-3 for, like, a minute. And then it was, like, 7-6. And then it was 7-14. And then it was 10-14. Like, Baltimore scored 14 unanswered points. And it was, like, end of the half. Baltimore's up. And then Tennessee's, like, you know what? We don't feel like losing today. So we're going to get two field goals and a touchdown with a two-point conversion. It was nuts. It was such a good game. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, Titans do win this game, thirty to twenty-four in overtime. Um, Derrick Henry had like like a thirty-five something like that yard run at the very end. Oh, it was a, that was a beast mode. Oh, like you, you you watched that play with my eyes as a former uh, high school offensive lineman and somebody who peaked in high school, and it, it, like that was definitely the coolest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. I like to just look at offensive linemen and pretend like I know what I'm talking about. Right, of course. I'm telling you, that was an immaculate job by that entire Titans offensive line on that on that oh, run beautiful. play. It was beautiful. They, and I Derrick mean, Henry yeah. finished it off perfectly. You get Derrick Hen- you give Derrick Henry five yards pretty much untouched. He breaks the tackle, game over. Yeah, that's like basically what happened. That's all you have to say. And it's not, believe it or not, it's not the hardest thing in the world for Derrick Henry to break a tackle. Yeah, it's nuts. It's almost like he just throws people off of them for like fun. For like, it's like his job. Exactly. It is his job. Uh, uh, but did you see the uh, the drama that happened with this game? Um, there was drama. Oh, there was drama pregame. Apparently, Ooh. the Titans were doing some kind of like pregame like prayer or warm up or something like oh, that, right were, on, like, the on the Ravens logo. Raven logo. Yeah, yeah, on the Ravens and logo. And Ravens John Harbaugh, pissed. yeah, John Harbaugh threw a fit about it, and he's bickering with Mike Vrabel at the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they didn't shake hands after the game. Yeah, he said, "Go win, dog." Which is crazy to me. Like, it, like John Harbaugh kind of seems like one of those, like, low-key dudes. Like, super cool, super nice. You piss him off, though. He's ang- he's an angry, tough, tough guy. Yeah, of course. But at the same time, okay, here's the main question of the week, okay? Because we went 7-7. Seven and seven, We had a disappointing week. Here's what I want to know. Who would win in a fist fight, John Harbaugh or Mike Vrabel? Mike Vrabel. No question. Uh, yeah, 100%, right? Okay. <laughs> like, that's a former NFL linebacker. That man would dick yeah. John Harbaugh. <laughs> No, do, do I want John Harbaugh to and Mike Vrabel to fist fight? For legal reasons? No, no, no. no. You put it, you, you put it like you make you make it like an event, like some like some kind of pay per view. Throw them in an octagon or something like that. Then absolutely, I would love to see that. But do I want to watch Mike Vrabel and, and John Harbaugh scrap in the middle of the field? No. I don't know. It definitely would have been interesting. Oh yeah, but like I still don't want to watch two head coaches fight. Like I mean, that would be that would look bad on the NFL. That would look bad on the Ravens and the Titans, which are two of the better franchises in the NFL right now. I'm just saying it would be interesting. It definitely would be. A, it would be interesting. You're not. I'm like, not going to deny that. I, I I feel like that fight would be over in ten seconds though. Like it'd be a quick from Mike Vrabel. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like. It was a good game. I enjoyed watching that game. Derrick Henry just made me happy because he didn't score all game for my fantasy team, and then he scored right at the end. I was like, thank God. Yeah. But he had 113 yards. Derrick Henry doing Derrick Henry things. Him and Dalvin Cook continue to cook up the league. Yeah, I mean, they're leading the league in rushing, and it's not even close. Yep. All right, uh, next game we have on – wait, did you have anything else to add on that one? I got nothing else for Titans-Ravens. Ah, so next up we have another AFC South uh, team – Going into overtime against their team, uh, it was Colts Packers. Yes, this one did get slept to the to the uh, afternoon, but this is the order on our sheet, and you're gonna have to deal with that. That's just how it has to happen. Yeah, Packers win thirty, or excuse me, Colts win 34-31 in overtime. 
Mm-hmm. Packers scored exactly three points in the second half. They did. Which, three points. It kind of felt like the Packers let off on the gas a little bit for sure. Uh, the Colts had an insane it. comeback victory. Phillip Rivers looked really good in the second half. Um, him and T.Y. Hilton were dialed up. Rodrigo Blankenship is my fantasy kicker. I mostly picked him up as the meme because he got. The have goggles. you seen that picture? Have you he seen that picture floating around? It's like this is why I love the NFL because these two guys play the same sport professionally. And it's Rodrigo Blankenship standing next to DK Metcalf. <laughs> no, I did not. See that. It, it's like just imagine how that looks, right? That looks <laughs> wild. That just yeah. sounds wild. Yeah, like, I, I, I mean, the dude is hilarious looking, and, and that's why I picked him up as my kicker, but he got me, like, 14 fantasy points. He's a, kicker. a good kicker, though. Like, he he's is. Solid. He missed one field goal all day. We give him, we let he's him only missed, him. like, three all season. Yeah, he's killing it. I mean, yeah. I mean, your reason for having Blankenship is the same reason I have Young Hoku as my kicker. It's true, because Young Hoku has top five funniest names in the NFL. And it's low-key been hard carrying my team. He is like, he's like top four scorer every week for me, I swear. Because yeah. the Falcons put up so many points, but they never win games. So I'm like, I don't care. As long as they give Young Hoku all my minutes, I'm chilling. As long as they score and Young Hoku gets the field goals, I'm chilling. You can score 15 points, lose your game, as long as Young Hoku made all five of those field goals. Yeah. Uh, but Phillip Rivers had a good game, and Rodgers felt like he left off, let off on the gas. Um, it was definitely an interesting ending to the game. Uh I thought uh, the fact that Blankenship kind of won at the game, that's even funnier for them. Uh, but the Colts, what did I tell you? Colts Titans knew what they had at stake this week. They were going into there and trying to win both of these games, one on the road, one at home, for that Week 12 matchup to be, like, the most intimidating matchup of the, the season so far. Yeah, definitely. Um, th- like, both of the AFC South teams won in tight fashion, and – this is genuine. This genuinely could be for the division. This matchup this week with the Titans and Colts. Yes, one hundred percent could be. The Colts won it last time by seventeen. So, yeah, I know the Titans are coming out with vengeance on the road. All right. Anything else to add for this one? I got nothing. But your mic is super uh, roboty again. Yeah. All right, so we're back. I've had mic issues for the last couple of weeks. I just changed some settings in my uh, mixer settings, but I'm just going to buy a new mixer. I think it's my mixer, 100%. So Mike what? issues. Yeah. That's the main little... man, Michael issues. Sorry. That was... Speaking of funny names, you brought up uh, – who were we just talking about? I Young Hoku. Young Hoku. That's probably top five funniest names in the NFL, right? 100%. I'm also going to give a shout-out to uh, Barkevious Mingo. <laughs> Um, another one, tight end for the Broncos by the name of Jake Butt. What a guy. What a guy. But yeah, no, Young Hoku is up there for sure. But yeah, anything else to add for this game? Uh, no, tight finish for sure. Um, and it's... Looking like a bloodbath next week. It is, and I think that because the Packers lost this game, doesn't that mean the Saints are currently the one seed? The Saints are 100% the one seed at 8-2, and two, and the only team that is, has eight wins in the NFC. That's crazy. Which is crazy because I just got done saying, I don't know if the Saints make the playoffs. And right. now I'm now I don't know if the Bucks do. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. All right. All right. Hit us with some knowledge because we got Eagles Browns next. Browns win 22-17. was the score of that game. Uh, we had a rough day for Carson Wentz. He threw two interceptions. Uh, 
had was sacked five times. Um, Nick Chubb ran for 114 yards on us, and I'm gonna be honest with you, he ran 154 yarder, and that's the only reason why he had that many yards. He should have had like 70, in my opinion. Right? Cream Hunt ran for only 11 yards. So the biggest thing that I wanted to talk about was we kept talking about how the Eagles have one of the bottom. They're in the bottom of the league for rush defense right now. They played extremely good defense on this team. The problem with what happened this game was we gave up like one too many big plays, right? There was no, in the first half, there was not a, there was one touchdown in the entire first half and it was a pick six on a play where this is so, the pick six, I'm going to, okay, t- t- there's a lot I have to talk about, I feel like. So this might go on a little bit of a ranty mode, so I'm sorry ahead of time for anyone who is listening and doesn't care about the Eagles Barons, but this is, this is what's happening. I'm an Eagles fan. Yeah, they don't Wentz. care about the if they don't care about the Eagles. They probably stopped listening a long time ago, dude. You're right. Um, <laughs> the everyone wants Jalen Hurts to start, right? Because Carson Wentz, not gonna lie, he's having a rough season. He's bottom of the league in, I believe, interceptions. Uh, he's bottom of the league in sacks taken. Um, I think he's 32nd out of 33 in like efficiency or something weird like that he's he's not having a great season like he's definitely regressed this season and i won't deny that won't deny that the biggest thing with the eagles this season though was that or this this game in particular was that we keep telling carson wentz the biggest the big one of the bigger issues is he holds the ball too long hence why he gets sacked right so he should throw the ball away more right like that's something that's come up like you've heard correct eric like don't get like like he holds the ball too long right yeah i hear it from you for me. But yeah, okay. Well, he, I, I, I watch a lot of analysts, and they say he holds the ball too long. He's he should be benched easily. Jalen Hurts is better than him, and I'm like, okay, all right. Let's take this into account. He threw two interceptions this game. One interception was a pick six. It was the only touchdown in the first half. Um, he was throwing a checkdown. Got hit. So the ball popped off a little more than it should have. So whose fault? And it was a blindside hit. wasn't hit, wasn't hit, It wasn't like he saw the hit coming, right? So he made he made he made the right play, saw the blitz, turned. The checkdown was already hit. Like he was hit within like two seconds of having the ball. Like he didn't have the ball for very long. Yeah, that's an O line issue, right? That's that's an O line issue. You can't just let people walk through. Like it just can't happen. Okay, uh, it happened twice that game. I'm, um. On some of the sacks, they happened twice where he got hit, and he shouldn't. He should have made a play, but he couldn't because he got hit. Um, that's that's that, right? So then it results in a pick six because it was checked down, and there's no one protecting anywhere near there because the O line is what has to chase whoever got the pick six. And I think it was Taki Taki, which is a great name as well, by the way. Um, also a good name. Uh, I think his name is Taki Taki. So Sione Taki Taki, yes, uh, got a pick six. Then it would just uh, exchange of punts, uh, but the first half was really about turnovers. They had two, the Eagles had two turnovers. Um, they forced a three and out from the Browns to start the game uh, within like a minute. Like they did great, really good defense from them. Uh, then drove the ball seventy-one yards up the field for Miles Sanders to fumble on like the five-yard line. Then defense gets driven on ninety-five yards. Browns are trucking down the field. Goal line stand. Turnover on downs, fourth down. They don't let Cremont get in. Then we start driving again. Five plays, 53 yards. Then the pick six happens. It was – the Eagles beat themselves this game, right? They did really well on the defensive end to start this game. The only touchdown, again, coming from that pick six. 
They allowed Carson Wentz to get hit too much. They allowed they couldn't allow time for the receivers to get open. When when and this is my least favorite part of this game because I'm actually genuinely upset that this happened. Um so I'm gonna complain a little bit about this. But the first half was like turnovers, right? Okay, chalk it up to turnovers, you fumbled, you threw a pick, it is what it is. We head into the second half. Uh Eagles actually start with the ball, get it or uh I think they forced a fumble. Uh, they punted, forced a fumble on the next drive, touchdown, right? One play, 19-yard touchdown. Great stand from the Eagles. Let them come down. They held them to a field goal. Really good. Then a three and out. Then they forced another out. Gets down to the two. There's a safety. That sucks a lot, right? They, again, yeah. literally, Carson Wentz got hit immediately. This O-line, I don't know what's going on with them. These are some of the studs that we have. Like, Kelsey's there. Uh, like last week, Kelsey was having a lot of issues. This week, it's like Lane Johnson was having issues, and then he got hurt and didn't come back. Isaac Smalu, who just got back, is having issues. Like it's like it's really rough for the O line. This O line is having a really tough time, and we I think we have the most. I think us and like I think the Broncos maybe have the the different like completely different O lines this season, or maybe it's the Browns. I don't remember who it was. Um, have like one of the like nine to twelve different O lines to start this season. It's been nutty, like combinations. It's like crazy um but then they it was a safety then cody parkey redeems yet again and misses a field goal actually it was blocked more so it was blocked um eagles get a field goal cut it to two then in four plays the uh browns get a touchdown yeah right the thing right. is on the third play of the drive baker mayfield runs the ball baker mayfield gets smacked baker mayfield fumbles the football the Eagles recover the football. He was ruled down by contact. Doug Peterson didn't throw his challenge flag. Should have been reviewed because it was a tur- it should have been a turnover, but it it wasn't technically a turnover because he was ruled down by contact, so they didn't review it. I have such a gripe with that. If you look, if you watch the replay, he turned the ball over. Like he straight up fumbled the ball. Boom, gone. Mm-hmm. Our ball should have had it. We're down. We'd be down. We would have been down two at that point. 10, 12. Make a play. Right now we're down nine. Nine. Go up the field. Uh, all right, we don't do anything. Punt the ball. They get a field goal. Now we're down 12, and it's like, okay, start to make a drive. Interception killed it. Um, bad pass from Carson Wentz. Um, I also think Alshon Jeffrey didn't jump. Pro- like, he didn't make the proper – he didn't get the proper play. I think it was a very bad miscommunication from Alshon Jeffrey and Carson Wentz. I think that was a play that Alshon Jeffrey definitely could have made. Um, and I don't think it was all Alshon's fault. I definitely think it was both of them. I think it was definitely a stupid throw from Carson Wentz, but bad – Bad read. Um, then they force a punt. They get a touchdown. Uh, they try to onside it. They don't get it. End of game, right? Um, turnovers killed them again. It's just, it's been that this is what it's been this season. It's like fumbles. Miles Sanders fumbles the ball when it matters. Miles Sanders drops passes when it matters. He's missing checkdowns. People are getting mad at Carson Wentz for not doing checkdowns, but when he checks it down, the fucking Miles Sanders isn't catching the fucking football. Like, <laughs> I don't know what else. Like, you put, if you put Jalen Hurts in this situation, it's the same situation. Like, you can't just tell your receiver to start, like, just because Jalen Hurts goes in doesn't mean your receivers all of a sudden become better at football, right? They don't all of a sudden just catch balls better. Like, you, Carson Wentz could put some things on the money and they'll drop it still. Like, Carson Wentz, uh, like Jalen Hurts is still going to get hit. Still going to probably fumble the ball if he gets hit from without being able to see anything. Like, I don't understand. And the, the, the thing, crazy thing about it is they're still winning their division, right? So, yeah. you, don't, you don't go to your rookie when you're doing, you're doing bad, but when your rest of your vision is also trash, you don't stray away from what like you don't stray away at quarterback there's other issues you need to address that aren't quarterback and that's the reason eagles lost this game turnovers was the biggest reason miles sanders fumbled the football miscommunication for the turnover o-line hit him for the turnover 
I'm not trying to bail out Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz isn't playing well this season at all. There's a lot of turnovers he has that are just stupid-ass turnovers. But, like, we got to look at it's, – it's there's a bigger picture there, and this is a big team L. Turnovers as a team is what cost you this game. Your defense played well. We stopped the run. Kareem Hunt only had, like, 11 yards. That's a win. Yes, Nick Chubb had, like, 114, but he also, like, baptized one of our linebackers, and that's why he got 54 yards. Like, that should have been a tackle. He just said, nope. Stiff arm threw him straight into the ground, 54-yard touchdown. Nobody could tackle him. Like, three. He broke, like, four tackles that play. It was nuts. Other than that play, like, you stopped the run. That was literally half of his yards that game, <laughs> that one play. Yeah. And it should have ended in a fumble because we hit Baker Mayfield. Like, oh, my gosh. So, like, it wasn't uh, – the, the defense played extremely well. Um, I think it was just very frustrating to watch from a from a fan standpoint on the turnovers that was made. And I'm so sick and tired of people continuously blaming Carson Wentz and telling people that Carson Wentz is like the worst for this team and he should be he should be replaced. And he's just so bad. And I'm like, you guys are dumb. It's not all Wentz. It's not all Wentz. There's a bigger picture here, and that's what needs to be addressed before you address Carson Wentz. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. I'm I'm glad I I'm glad I attended. I'm glad you. Someone has, will actually listen to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, there's no way you start Jalen Hurts. No, zero no. reason. Next week, maybe. No. Uh, well, I think I think it's more likely. I'm letting you know that the Eagles next have a chance to win this week, game, right? Because here's the thing: Washington plays the Cowboys this week. Right. Somebody's gonna have four wins. Yep. In the NFC East. Yep, and the Giants have a very winnable game against the Bengals, who just lost Joe Burrow. Prayers up to Joe Burrow, by the way. Exactly. So the Eagles have the if hardest the Eagles, schedule. To end if the season. Eagles, if the Eagles lose, like you might have to, to like to try. I disagree. That's the only thing. You need to. You need to. You need to. I don't think you do, but I think it's more likely next week than this week. Is what I, I agree. I agree. I, I agree with that scenario, yeah. but like I disagree that we should even consider starting Jalen Hurts because there's too many offensive penalties to keep happening. We've had like three false starts in each in, the, in each of the last games, and two neutral zone infractions in like in the last two games. I mean, like each game, we averaged like two, three each penalty. That's that's that's. Yeah, sorry, Carson Wentz forced the defensive to my the defensive line to touch the other opponent before they move. Yeah, that was Carson Wentz's fault. Carson Wentz let Nick Chubb run all over him. He Carson Wentz it's Carson Wentz's fault that Nick Chubb baptized Alex Singleton and stiff armed him into the floor like nothing happened. Like I can't I can't I can't, dude. I hate I hate I hate analysts so much, dude. Like I hate analysts so much cuz I hear this and I'm like, "Dog, you guys are getting paid to do something I know more about right now. That's not fair." It's nutty. I'm like, did you guys even watch the football game? Because I'm curious. Like, who's the who's on Undisputed? It's Stephen A. Smith. Not no, not Undisputed. That's Shannon Sharp. Who's the other guy? Uh, Stephen A. What's the what's the Stephen A. And what's his face? The, the uh, oh gosh, I don't know. Oh, shoot, what's the show Stephen A. Smith's on? Stephen A. Smith. Max Kellerman. Yeah, fuck that guy. You're talking first take. First take. Yeah, screw that guy, bro. <laughs> I hate Max <laughs> Kellerman, bro. <laughs> Dog, he will, he literally I I'm like I'll even give you know who uh, shocked me on Undisputed. It's um uh, that guy too. What's his name? It's uh, Skip. Skip, Skip Bayless. Bayless. He has given me all sorts of surprises this season. He has said that the Eagles are better than the Cowboys and he's a Cowboys fan this season, first off. Secondly, he he has given Carson Wentz benefit of the doubt 
way more this season than he did last season. Carson Wentz played better last season, which I'm shook about. And last but certainly not least, Max Kellerman could suck it, dude. Max Kellerman is an idiot. I don't care what anyone says. Max Kellerman needs help. Like, if you don't realize that it's not just Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts, and you put him in the same position, that he's going to do just as poorly, you like, you're setting up Jalen Hurts for failure. You're literally setting him up so that he can't get a contract with someone else in the future. That's literally what's happening. Like, yeah. Dougie P knows what he's doing. I hate to say it. Dougie P knows what he's doing with the roster-wise. Freaking play calling? We need an offensive coordinator. We need a defensive coordinator change. We need some health management changes. We need some injury, less injury-prone players. We need a better O-line for some god-awful reason, even though our O-line is supposed to be, like, god-tier. Like, we need help. We need help in the middle linebackers. We don't have middle linebackers. I don't even know who's being put out. Who's Alex Singleton? I don't know. He's played well for us, actually, all season. He got a pick six against, like, the Niners. <laughs> I actually have to give Alex Singleton some sort of props. He played well. He's been playing well. But, like, like, there's so many more issues than just Carson Wentz. People keep targeting up to Carson Wentz. I'm like, yeah, Carson Wentz hasn't been playing good. I'm not trying to give, like, I'm not trying to take away from the fact that Carson Wentz has been playing pretty poorly, actually. There's sometimes, yes, he's gotten sacked. That's on him. He's thrown interceptions. Yes, it's on him. But not every interception is on a quarterback, right? Dak Prescott throws it into Amari Cooper's hand. Amari Cooper drops it. It pops up and goes into someone else's in the CB's hands. Like, whose fault is that? Who are you blaming? Amari Cooper, right? Yeah. They'll do that for any other team. But for some reason, when it's Philly, they want to blame Carson Wentz. Like, oh, tipped off Alshon Jeffrey's hand into the Saints cornerback. Oh, that was not Nick Foles' fault. That was Alshon Jeffrey's fault. But when it happens with Carson Wentz, it's Carson Wentz's fault. I don't get it. I don't understand. Anyway. Next comment. Feels a little personal. <laughs> he's, so, he's so dumb. He's like, bench him. Trade him. Trade him for Nick Foles. I'm like, do you see what's happening with Nick Foles right now? Nick Foles ain't playing much better. <laughs> anyway, Nick Foles yeah. is hurt. Anyway, Falcons. Very Saints. true. Falcons Speaking Saints. of that, who is starting for the Bears this week? Is it Nick Foles? Uh, Bears starter. Because the Bears were on bye, and we never even heard the Mitch conclusion Tr of. Mitch Trubisky? Is it Mitch? He says they, uh, literally 54 minutes ago, I actually. Matt Nagy declines to name starting QB ahead of Sunday's game. Okay, so like we literally, <laughs> podcast start, we don't know yet. Mitchell, Mitch Trubisky okay. was a full participant. Nick Foles did not practice on Wednesday. So it sounds like it's Mitch Trubisky. Seems like it's going to be Mitch, but it seems like Nick Foles is on his way out, so or like back, so maybe they're considering it. We'll have to see. Have to wait and see. Uh, but yeah, we'll move right okay. along. Falcons Saints. Are you, you you ready for uh, Falcon Saints? Yeah, this wasn't really a football game either. But Taysom Hill, uh, Taysom the tight Hill end, was, the legend. Yeah, yeah, no, we got to talk about this. Tight end Taysom Hill tight end, Taysom had Hill. 233 yards passing and two rushing touchdowns. That's pretty good for a tight end. Not bad for a tight Not end. Not bad for a tight end at all, my man. I love to see it from Taysom Hill. He's for those of you who don't get the joke, Taysom Hill for the longest time was listed as a tight end for fantasy football because they're like, nobody knows what Taysom Hill plays. Right? right, which makes sense. Tight end makes sense. Yeah. And I got to play him at tight end this week, and I got, like, 20-something fantasy points for it, but they immediately eliminated that for this week. They were like, hold on. Yeah. Time out. Get that shit out of here, dog. Everyone was complaining. It was so funny. I was like, yeah. it's not my fault y'all didn't think of that. <laughs> it was great. Anyway. Yeah. Now, Matt Ryan threw two picks, which was uh, funny. Uh, my, he did. Uh, my boy Young Ho Koo popped off, got three field goals. Uh, 52 yarders, so he gave me a couple. He got, he got me some fantasy points there. But Taysom Hill, man, yeah, played great. Look at me and tell me that Young Hoku isn't the best player on the Falcons. He is the best player on the Falcons. I will not. I will not disagree. <laughs> it's it's Young Hoku, Julio Jones. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, and I think Julio's 
got hurt this game, did he not? I have no clue. I really don't care that much. I would not know if I was the Falcons. You know who could you know who could uh save Julio Jones' career? If he wants to come to Philly and play for a better bird, I'd really appreciate it. I know we have the same amount of wins, but like just trust me on this one, dude. Just trust me. Put him in an Eagles jersey, and he will stay hurt for like eight games, and then the other eight games, we're gonna win those. So it's fine. We have eight and eight win the NFC East. I hate that love it. Okay, Julio Jones was hurt this game, but he, he was at practice today limited. Oh, okay, so he'll be fine. Uh, he should be. Yeah, fine. he should be good. But Taysom Hill, yeah, played great. 10 carry. They used him exactly how they should have used Taysom Hill. And he threw the ball effectively, too. 18 for 23 for 233 yards. Yeah, no air touchdowns, but two ground touchdowns. Like, Taysom Hill did Taysom Hill things. Yeah, and I'm surprised. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm very shocked that they did not start Jameis Winston. But based off of the game I saw from Taysom Hill, I'm very happy that they didn't start Jameis Winston. Yeah, I mean, of course, no, neither of us are inside of the Saints building. So, obviously, they're like, this is the decision. I think a lot of people were shocked at the decision, but clearly it was the right decision. Mm-hmm. I mean, as the Falcons, this was the perfect team to test that, this, test this out on, right? Yeah. This is perfect. Very true. You know, they got the Broncos this week, which I, I don't know. That's another test game. That's another, that's another t- test for Taysom Hill. I'll be the first one to tell you. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But I like, I like, I yeah. like the Taysom Hill-led Saints right now. Drew Brees, I feel like if Drew Brees retired, they'd be in good hands. I don't know how long Taysom Hill could keep that up for, but hey, they're in good hands. That's all I have to say. Taysom Hill is a stud. Yeah. Uh, but the Falcons, Falcons. Uh, I mean, they didn't play well at all. This Falcons game. stay Falcons. They didn't. Do the that. Falcons did not Falcon. They never had a lead. They never had a lead. <laughs> Actually, they did. They started off uh, winning 3-0, then 6-3, then 9-3, then they chose. Oh, so they just blew their lead in the first quarter. Yeah, they, they, lost, they blew their lead in the first quarter and didn't look back. <laughs> just get it Just get it over with early. Yeah, okay. they got it over with early. They didn't look back after that one. <laughs> uh, Matt Ryan didn't play the greatest. I mean, Todd Gurley didn't run that well. The defense for the Saints just clogged everything. Todd Gurley was also out of practice that I just, like I saw from that uh, when I was looking yeah. up Julio Jones. He's out of practice, Ooh, too. Yeah, they sacked Matt Ryan eight times, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Saints are one of the better teams in the NFL right now, which is crazy because a few weeks ago I wasn't even sure if they were going to make the playoffs. Yeah, and they're playing but as if they know genuinely, they're genuinely, that Bucks game like changed everything. Yeah, that, that Bucks game swung everything for them. Momentum is in their favor, and they're ready to like ride that momentum because they they've already gotten yeah. the Bucks games out of the way. I think that's the best team in their division. Uh, the, the best competition far. that they have by far. Yeah, they they play. They're in Denver next week, and then the following week they're in Atlanta playing the Falcons again, again. Right. Then they're in Philly. They're home against the Chiefs. That's a tough game. Hey, you but know still, what? And then they're then they're home against Minnesota. Then they are in Carolina. Well, low key, if if Drew Brees isn't back for that Eagles game, I think the Eagles could win that one. Potentially. I mean, I think the Eagles game is probably the second hardest game they have the rest That's of the season. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Cuz they had the, they had the Falcons again, the Panthers again, or the Panthers again. Then they play the Broncos and the Vikings. The Eagles just need a break, dude. We have such a hard end of season schedule. We play the Seahawks this week. The the like I knew the the Browns was a good team. We play the Packers next week. We got the Saints after that. Then we have the Cardinals. Then we have the Cowboys and uh, Washington to end the season. Like that's a tough end of season schedule for for the, for the Eagles. Because yeah. the Cowboys and Washington, like division games, you never chalk those up to oh that's a free dub. Because as you can see, we've lost to both both of those other than the Cowboys. We've lost yeah. to both our division opponents other than the Cowboys once. We beat the Cowboys once. We beat the Giants once. We lost to the football team. We lost. We have to win out, I think. We have to, like, beat them both, and we have to win at least, like, two of these games in order to, like, feel comfortable. As sad as that sounds. That's a seven-win season, by the way. And then we make the playoffs. That's 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 crazy, dude. I hate the NFC so much, bro. 
I, I hate my division. I really do. Like, I, I, I get where the memes, but man, I hate this division sometimes. Um, so we're going to move right along? Yep. Bengals, Bengals, Washington. Speaking of the NFCs, uh, Washington comes away with a win. I think that was, was 20 to 9. Yes, twenty to nine. Uh, um, as we as we just ACL got done saying, Joe Burrow. Yeah, so he's done for the year for sure, which that is sh- sucks for sure. Because I mean, like, like uh, genuinely, I heard that news and it was heartbreaking. Yeah, it was like, I'm talking like I probably haven't been that heartbroken about non Broncos related news since like Deshaun Watson got hurt his rookie year. And Joe Burrow was putting together a good game. Uh, threw for a touchdown. Uh, I felt like he was definitely going to. I think they could have won this game. Joe Burrow stays in. Um, just tough break, man. I mean... Yeah, I mean, Ryan Finley came in, went 3 for 10 and a pick. Right, like, yeah, that's tough. Uh, I will say I do uh, wish nothing but the best for Joe Burrow. Uh, he has plenty of time to heal up, and he should be okay for the start of next season, of course. Uh, tough injury to come back from, uh, of course, but... Um, I think I think this uh, this sucks because I felt like he was he was making cases for rookie of the year. I do too. I think he was uh, had it in the bag, and now and now I'm all in Chase Claypool rookie of the year. Can't tell me otherwise. Yeah, all in. I mean, Tua got benched. I think he's Justin probably Herber played the best seen. out of the rookies for sure, Chase Claypool. But I know how heavily skewed that that award is towards quarterbacks, and I got a feeling it'll be Justin Herbert. Of course, and I, I they'll probably go Justin Herbert, but if they don't give it to Chase Claypool, I'll be very sad. Chase Cl- Chase Claypool yeah. playing so good, fo- such good football. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, I don't have anything else really to add. Alex Smith had a win, uh, had a win, and I think this is his first win in a long time. Yeah, he didn't have a terrible day. No, he did. Seventeen to twenty five, hundred sixty six yards, uh, touchdown and a pick. Yeah, I think we can live with that. Um, yeah. Um, I really like. I th- believe Terry McLaurin is now top five in receiving yards too. I really like him nutty. as a receiver. He is really good. He's so quick. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I well, it was a you know. It was a game. Like, it really wasn't, like, anything. It didn't feel like anything special. It was just a win. Good win from Washington. Uh, sad sad heartbreak for the Bengals, and that's, that's, that's that, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have your Denver Broncos going up against the Miami Dolphins, who genuinely needed to win this game and did not. So, shout out to the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah, um, the Broncos' defense played really, really, really good. Um, Justin Simmons had a pick. Malik Reed had a sack and a half, uh, which you love to see, especially. So um, Malik Reed, former Nevada Wolfpack, who I personally always love to see. Um, genuinely a nice kid. I, I know him in IRL, um, and I love to see him succeed. I believe he's leading undrafted rookies with sacks right now, which is a weird stat to be leading for sure, but that's what he's doing. Nice. Um. Yeah, the the Broncos defense looks really good last week, especially after not looking very good against the Raiders and who was it before? Raiders and the Falcons. That's who it was. Um, so the defense played really well. Um, Drew Locke didn't really have an he had an okay day. I mean, he went eighteen of thirty, mm-hmm. but he went for two hundred seventy yards, no touchdowns, but one pick. Right. I mean, like, he spread the ball around. I mean, their two touchdowns came off of Melvin Gordon runs. He had a really good day. Right. 15 carries for 84 yards and two touchdowns. Um, like, it, it just overall felt like a, a decent enough team win that was led by the defense. Yeah. Um, I really... 
don't see the Broncos being that successful the rest of the year. I mean, and this is coming from a Broncos fan. Like, it's it's weird. Like, statistically, the Broncos are better than the Eagles. Like, they have a better record than the Eagles. Yeah. But why does it feel like the Eagles are the better team? Because they're in the NFCs. Yeah, it's true. Like, the, the, like, the Broncos, they're definitely worse than the Chiefs. They're now probably worse than the Raiders. I also and think we have a harder schedule. I don't know if they're even better than the, the Chargers at this point. Not going to cap. I think we have a harder schedule than you guys for sure. Aside from yeah, the fact definitely. you have to play the Chiefs twice and the Raiders twice. Like, we... Yeah, I mean, that we were a fourth place team last yeah. year, so we were a first place team, so we got cursed. Or, I think we were actually, a, I think we were actually technically a second place team. I think last you guys year. did finish second. Like, I think you finished better than the Raiders and the. Uh... Yeah, because we beat the Raiders week seventeen to finish seven and nine, which was second best in the West. Yeah. Um, this is a Dolphins team that really needed to win this game. I felt like seven and three is kind of helping you make playoffs here, and now you're not in the technically not in the playoffs. Um, you're in a really weird yeah. tie with the Ravens and the. Raiders right now and that's going to be really crucial going down the stretch um especially since I think they still have to play the Bills at least once the Dolphins do yeah unless they got both those other way the Dolphins the, Dolphins have the Jets the Bengals, Jets, the, Bengals super the Chiefs the Chiefs oh Lord. the Chiefs the Patriots the Raiders and the Bills yeah week 17 Bills yeah, that's a tough end last three game stretch um, last yeah, the, stretch, the Dolphins probably needed to win this game. I think they definitely needed to win this game. Seven and three, eight and three, nine and three, uh, ending the season with the, the four hard teams that they could probably whip out one of those wins potentially go ten and six. That's a that's a playoff seating in my my eyes. So I don't know. This is tough. yeah, tough, tough, tough loss for the Dolphins. They really needed this, and I think benching Tua was not the answer. He got sacked six times this game. I get, but. What did Rich, what did Fitzpatrick do for you? He threw a pick. I don't think I don't think yeah. Tua should have gotten benched this game, in my opinion. They're yeah. saying performance based. Then it yeah it, it felt weird when he got benched. It really it did. It was not good timing, and I felt like this game was super winnable for them. I don't know. Yeah, it kind of yeah it did kind of feel like they killed their momentum a little bit. Like I feel like the Dolphins could have won if they stuck to Tua. Yeah, agreed. Tua threw a really good pass for the touchdown too. That touchdown to Devontae Parker was beautiful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have um, nothing else okay. about this one. Here, the good news is I, I have a good feeling. I think Justin Simmons and Bryce Callahan will be pro bowlers this year. So, like, that's something. They're having pretty good years. Um, Justin Simmons, I think, is one of the best safeties in the league. And I I don't care that it... I don't think that's Broncos bias. I really do. Okay. Like, he's really good. Um, and Bryce Callahan's just having a really good year. I really like to see him. Um, he did miss a couple weeks due to injury, but like he was doing well before he left, and he's been doing well since he came back. Well, yeah, you just—I mean, making the Pro Bowl is is a huge accomplishment for any of those players, in my opinion. Um, yeah, this just shows that your guys' defense is really good and uh, you know pretty young, and you guys are missing your biggest core piece in Von Miller all season. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's good to see that the Broncos' defense has been good enough this year without Von Miller. Um, the, the offense needs, we need to figure out something on offense yes. and like, I don't know what the solution is at this point because it feels like, I mean, I said this at the beginning of the year Drew Lock is streaky. on paper, on paper. I think we're a top 16 unit ever on every unit on offense outside of quarterback. I thought we were top 16 in running backs because we have Melvin Gordon. We have Philip Lindsay. That's two very solid running backs. Yeah. We have a good enough receiving core, especially now that we have Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler. Cortland Sutton would be back next year. Tim Patrick had a really good game this game, too. 
Noah Fant is a really good young tight end. Yeah, solid. I actually really like Noah Fant. Yeah, um, we their O line is good enough. Uh, the weakest piece of the old O line, like for the past four years, has been Garrett Bowles, and he had he's been having a really good year. Okay. Like I'm I'm kind of upset. Like the Broncos at the very beginning of the year declined his fifth year option, and I don't <laughs> like. And I was at the beginning of the year, I'm like, yeah, thank God. They really need to stop holding on to Garrett Bowles, pun intended. <laughs> um, but he's been having a great year, so now I'm kind of disappointed in the weirdest way possible. Well, they can always resign him. Yeah, they can. But um, and then uh, Jawan James opted out for COVID too, so that didn't help. But he's a solid right tackle. Their interior is young but good. They have a, a second year left guard. They have a second, no, oh, a rookie center, I believe. Something like that. But they have a really good young offensive line, too. So, like, I, I feel like the pieces are there, and, and it, it, they just need more They need more seasoning, pretty much. And maybe they need, like, some kind of change at coordinator or something, but, like, it just, cause it just doesn't feel like... It feels like something's missing, but on paper, nothing is, you know? Mm. Like, it's hard to pinpoint. Like, you know, Pat Shermer, I mean, he's got head coaching experience. There should be very few reasons why he's a bad coordinator. I don't think he's a bad coordinator. I feel the same way about the Eagles. Like what you just said, except for the fact that I don't think Carson Wentz is the weakest piece of this, uh, the offense, right? Yeah. Um, but like we have we have wide receivers, right? But they can't stay healthy to save their lives, right? So you have like Deshaun Jackson, yeah. Alshon Jeffrey, who just cannot stay healthy to save their life. Um, and a lot of Deshaun Jackson's unlucky. It's not like he's doing anything stupid. It's literally like illegal hit against the Giants, knocked him out of the game, and he's out for pretty much the season at this point. Alshon Jeffrey just came back literally two weeks ago, week 10, against the Giants. That's crazy. Marquise Goodwin, who we traded for, uh, opted out. Uh, John Hightower is a rookie. Travis Fulgham is a practice player. Greg Ward is a practice player. Jalen Rager is a rookie. Arthega Whiteside is kind of our worst receiver on the roster, but he's getting substantial playing time because no Marquise Goodwin, no D-Jax. Like, we're getting all these people getting playing time. I totally feel that. Then Zach Gertz has been hurt. Yeah. Else Goddard's been hurt. Like, ah, we've rotated through it. I feel that. I feel it. I, like, I, same. We've been going through the same thing. <laughs> I think yeah. our weakest, our weakest so, thing has been our secondary, and we patched that up with Darius Slay and Nickel Robbie Coleman, but they aren't playing like they should be. I think it's just a year to gel. I think the Eagles will be good next year, just as long as people stay healthy and COVID's not a thing. Yep, yeah, uh, I feel the same way for the Broncos, but I feel like the bad part right now is that I think the Chiefs are the best team in football and probably will be for a little while, yeah, or at course. least one of the best teams in football. For at least another couple couple years, because Tyree Kill, yeah, no. Travis Kelsey, and Mahomes are all super young. Yeah, they, I mean, the, the Chiefs will be good as long, as long as they have enough money to pay their players. All right, exactly. So, yeah, that, that's the only thing, is, is right now the Broncos are competing with the Chiefs. Exactly. And that's tough. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm good for uh, Broncos-Dolphins. Uh, Cowboys-Vikings kind of upset me. Uh, it was, yeah, it, it, was, it was an upset. Alexa, no one's talking. Cancel. <laughs> um, the reason this game kind of upset me was because... Alexa's a Cowboys fan. Apparently. Uh, a little bit upsetting because... Not because they won. It's more so because the Vikings lost. And I was really, yeah. really liking the Vikings story. But I have to give it to Andy Dalton. He played really good football. Uh, they did what I what I said they shouldn't, give Zeke the football. Um, and they they won on a la- Cowboys won on a last second touchdown, a minute thirty seven left in the game. So I mean Yeah, it was an exciting overall, game. It was a great game. Like overall, nobody really played terrible, just defense couldn't stop the other offense, both sides. 
Dalvin Cook ran well, like like 115 yards and a touchdown. Like I, I have no complaints about how good this game was. It was just very nutty how this game ended, in my opinion. Adam Thielen played really good too. It was a phenomenal game. Yeah, like it 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 really was just like a good back and forth yes. game that came down to the fourth quarter. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was. Um, and like both teams scored touchdowns within like three minutes of each other. Like if you look at it. The first touchdown like was a six minute fifty a six minute forty seven second drive. Gives Minnesota the lead by five. Two minutes fifty five seconds. Tony Pollard has a forty two yard run and then they get a two point conversion, right? Twenty four twenty one. Justin Jefferson gets a thirty nine yard pass, two minutes twenty five seconds. Two minutes and twenty three seconds drive from Andy Dalton to give them a three point lead. That's just such a good end of game. Just someone had to make a stop and now on the Vikings, and that's what didn't happen. For the Vikings win that game, they needed a stop and they didn't get it. That's all it was. Yep. So, great game from the offenses. Uh, defensive could uh, learn from this, I think, from both standpoints. Uh, but, like, this kind of is terrifying because Andy Dalton's comfortable. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're a Cowboys fan, you're rejoicing that Andy Dalton just got comfortable. He was having a tough time. He got hurt really quick. Um, now, going into Thanksgiving to, um, tomorrow, we're playing Washington, which is another momentum game. The Cowboys could easily win this division now. Um, the problem is, is that they have to play like two Thursday night back-to-backs, one against the Washington, and then the next one's against the Ravens. So we'll yeah. see how that goes. But I mean, Cowboys, Cowboys have some momentum. They have a significantly less harder schedule than the Eagles do, and that's kind of what's stopping them from winning the division. I guess in the other teams, but like if Washington wins, then we can call the Cowboys momentum quits. But you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's. It's going to be close to the NFC East. It's going to be close finish. I mean, both all three teams are at three wins, right? Or all four teams are at three wins right now. The only now. reason the Eagles are winning the division is because we have a tie. <laughs> yeah. Which, again, is nuts. So, yeah. Should have been a Can you imagine? All right. all right. You ready? You ready? You ready? You uh, ready? Did you know Washington that someone can win? Dal- the- Washington and Dallas tie this weekend. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Do you have any idea how much of a monkey wrench that would be in the NFC East? That throws, like, the biggest <laughs> monkey wrench in the NFC East ever. The Giants would have to get a tie somewhere. I would need the Giants to tie someone just for the culture. Yeah. Everybody in the NFC East finished, like, 3-3, three, 4-11-1. Three, four, and 4-11-1. And, and we're like, are you kidding me? Someone like, can right, win the NFC going? East with four wins, by the way. It's mathematically still possible. 4-12. Yeah. Thought that was hilarious. I think it's something nutty. Like, oh the Cowboys have to beat Washington because they lost last time. And the Cowboys have to, like, lose out. And then that would require the Eagles to beat the Cowboys. Uh, it's, like, it's like some nutty scenario where it's, like, crazy. And then Washington has to beat Eagles in the end. And that would cause a tie. And it was, like, I and Washington owns the tiebreaker on the Eagles. So they would win. And I was, like, this is too much. This hurts my head too much. It was pretty nutty, though. It was pretty nutty. Yep. Um... But yeah, I mean, Cowboys won. They did great. I, I have no no quarrels with yeah, Andy Dalton. Yeah, Cowboys had a good, good game. Like, they, but this was just a real. It was honestly a really good yeah, game. It was a really solid game. And I was I was I was upset that it was a good game because I didn't want the Vikings to lose this game. Not because I care about the Cowboys yeah. losing games. I'm gr- I'm very happy that Andy Dalton had a good game. Like I'm actually extremely happy for Andy Dalton. Um, as an Eagles fan, that's really hard for me to say for a Cowboy player. Uh, but like I wanted the Vikings to catch up. I thought the Vikings were like I think the Vikings are still a really good football team. This is yeah. very interesting. Um, Ooh, four and six. Week 14, the Cowboys play the Bengals. Yeah. Andy Dalton is now starting, so that could be interesting. Yeah. I, I didn't even think of yeah, that. Yeah, I was looking at that. Uh, I got, we got a time for that one, but we were going to have a fun discussion. Yes. Week, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Wow, we have a Christmas game this year. 
Do we always have a Christmas game? No, just I think Christmas happens to be on a. Oh, that's what it was. Is they it's the is, is because it is Christmas. Yeah, they they bump Thursday night to a Friday night. Ah, that's basketball games. Screw you, football. That's basketball season. Screw the Saints <laughs> Vikings. I'm watching basketball. Um. <laughs> yeah, interesting, interesting game. Uh, yeah, Chargers Jets is the next game. I don't really have much to say about this one. I do. Oh my gosh, Justin Herbert and. Keenan Allen had insane games. They did. Keenan Allen had 16 receptions. Yeah, that was a um, that was a franchise record. Yeah, 145 yards and a touchdown for Keenan Allen as well. Justin Herbert threw 37 for 49, 366 yards, three touchdowns. Like that, that like, it was a really good game from Justin Herbert and uh, and Keenan Allen. And overall, it, like the Chargers just made more plays than the Jets. And like we said, like if I. It's going to be weird, but I think the Jets genuinely go 0-16 this year at okay, this point. Okay, let's see. Who do they have left? And, I, and we, got, we got what? Uh, it's currently 2.46 p.m. at the time of recording. So that means I got 9 hours and 14 more minutes before my prediction's wrong. Well, they play the Dolphins this week. Come on. No, they got 9 hours and 14 minutes to fire Adam Gates. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Darn it. Like, come on. Darn it. I, fire him at like 11.59. Yeah, just for the, just for the irony of it. Well, they're on the East Coast. We got six hours and fourteen minutes. No, no. Oh God, come on, Jets, you can do it. So, like the Jets, I don't think they win a game. Yeah, you might be right. They play the Dolphins. Like this was their most winnable game the rest Dolphins, of the year. Dolphins. Well, actually, now Seahawks. that they play the Dolphins next week, and the Dolphins could kill their momentum, but yeah. like they got Raiders, they got Seahawks, Rams, they got Rams, they got Browns, Browns. they got Patriots. It's, Patriots is winnable. Yeah. But Chargers was, I think, by far the most winnable, winnable game the rest game. of the they, year. They almost, they almost pulled it off, actually. They, 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 yeah. Lost by six. I mean, yeah, this is probably the best game the Jets have had all year. Uh, except for the one where they, 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 they had a really close. They had another really close game. Oh, it was against the yeah, Patriots. Speed. Yeah. <laughs> it came down to the wire. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, Chargers had a good yeah, game. Good for Justin uh, Herbert. Justin good Herbert looks really Allen good. Setting a franchise record, and I'm pretty sure the. Uh, Travis's dad has Keenan Allen and Adam Thielen on his fantasy team, and he started both of them this week with Dalvin Jesus. Cook. Who let I, – I know I wasn't there, okay? And I just – like, my strategy was auto-draft hero into Christian McCaffrey and let that ride in here, and I'm To be and fair, we now. all had really good teams. He just didn't get hit with the injury bug like everyone else did. I don't – I feel like his team was the best team at the start, too. I Yours was really good. You had Joe Mixon. Like, Dalvin, we didn't expect Dalvin Cook to do what he yeah, did. Yeah, I was a, I was an, I was an undrafted, I was an undrafted, or uh, auto-draft king, man. That's just how I roll. His QB is bad. He has, like, Joe Burrow starting. Yeah, I traded him Joe yeah, Burrow. Yeah, his QBs were rough. His running backs were rough-ish. Well, yeah, because he had Dak. Yeah, other than Dalvin Cook, like, he didn't have that great of fantasy player. Like, that was Dalvin Cook, no good running backs. His tight end wasn't that great, I don't think. Like, he just really good, like, skilled three, he like, three really good picks. Keenan Allen, Adam Thielen, and Dalvin Cook. And those, they just happen to all go off in the same Does place. he have Travis Kelsey, too? Does he have Kelsey? Yeah. No, I thought Alpha, no, he has Kittle, and I have Ertz. Maybe he does have Kelsey. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah, Alpha has Kittle. And look who, which one of those is actually healthy out of the top three? Fucking Kelsey, bro. Right. Yeah, hate to see it. Yeah, he didn't get hit with the injury bug. Like, he Anyways. lost his quarterback, but that was it. Like, realistically. Yeah. Like, all of us have been, like, I've been rotating, like, wide receivers and running backs and tight ends and like geez yeah it's been tough you you have no running backs 
No, fresh out. I, I had two to start the year. I had Joe Mixon and Christian McCaffrey. Like, that's a solid combo that's... right now. Like, what am I starting this week? Giovanni Bernard and... I don't even remember. Like, I know I have Kenyon Drake, too. Oh, he's not terrible. I'm starting Miles Sanders and Derrick Henry, which Miles Sanders has been hurt all year, so I'm, I'm happy that I have those two. Those are, those are two good running backs. Like, Yeah, who am I? This is going to bug yeah, me. Yeah, hold on. Uh, while you're looking that up, I'm gonna we're going to move on over to the, the uh, Sunday night football game, which I'll start talking about. Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing a couple of backup that's running right, backs. Right. You got a couple twos? You got a couple twos? Yep. Uh, Chiefs Raiders. I watched this game. How did you feel about this game? Oh, actually, no. Okay, good. My my transaction went through. I'm putting in Salvin Ahmed, another backup <laughs> running back, the one for the Dolphins. Well, that reminds me. I need to like actually look at um, yeah, my stuff. But um, yeah, Chiefs Chiefs Raiders. Uh, this was a crazy Amazing good game. Amazing good game. Le'Veon Bell got a touchdown this. This game, which was awesome for him. Yeah, Clyde Clyde had sixty nine rushing yards, which, which is, is nice. That's so nice. Um, so is this the game? I'm assuming when we mentioned at the very beginning that Russell Wilson is no longer the front runner for MVP. Is this the game we've been waiting to talk about? Oh yes, about? I've been talking about. Uh, Mr. Patty Mahomes had himself a day. I know he threw a pick, right? That's okay. But he threw for three hundred forty eight yards, two touchdowns, and. The Raiders scored a last second. Let me see how much time Patrick Mahomes. I think he had like a minute and some 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 seconds. It was like a really really short amount of time. Uh, let me see. To go, yeah, they had to go like seventy five yards. yards. He had, he got the ball with a minute forty three seconds left. Patrick Mahomes accounted for all seventy five of those yards. Literally. So this is exactly how this drive went. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the play by play because Patrick Mahomes. I don't know what else to say besides it's free real estate for this this man. He's he is. I don't even like. Back-to-back drives where he had to score, and he did both of them. He drew, he drove 91 yards in 12 plays in five and a half minutes, scored, gave him the lead. Then Derek Carr comes back and does 12 plays, 75 yards, four, and a, four minutes, 11 seconds. And Patrick Mahomes is like, you know what? I don't want Derek Carr to show me up twice in the same season. And goes, goes, Holmes, t- Tyree Kill, 10 yards. Shout out to that because that's helped me in fantasy as well. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, incomplete pass. Then he threw a pass short to Ty- Tyree Kill. For nine yards, then he threw uh, to Hardman for sixteen. Then he threw to uh, Kelsey for fifteen. Then he threw to uh, Williams for thirty. Timeout, thirty-four seconds left. Twenty-two yard dot touchdown. Game over. Then, then first play, Derek Carr's uh, uh, game-winning drive to throws a pick immediately. First play. So, Der- D- Pat, it's just too easy for Patrick Mahomes. I just, I don't understand. He's, uh, he is front runner for MVP now. Um, in my opinion. I agree. And um, so remember when we were talking about Alex Smith? There's no way Alex Smith doesn't win uh, comeback, comeback player of the year. I genuinely think Ben Roethlisberger could win it. Oh, that's true. He did get hurt last year. Come on. There's no way they rob Alex Smith of this. They do. Ben Roethlisberger's. No way. He's undefeated, bro. Like, you can't just not give it to him. Okay, cool. Alex Smith broke his leg in half. I get it. I get it. But man, there's no. I mean, way. it's it's one it's one of the two in my opinion. It's definitely one of the two. I think they may give it to Roethlisberger. Yeah. There's a chance they give it to Roethlisberger. But this game was nuts. This game was great from beginning to like start to finish. Just great game. Great football game. Took down. Took, went in Vegas. This is a this is a game. I think the Raiders were looking to try to win this one, and they almost did it. But Patrick Mahomes said not today. 
not today. How did you feel about this game? Um, Raiders need to learn how to cover tight ends. They definitely sure. need to learn how to cover tight ends. Like that was the most wide open touchdown was, I've ever there seen. Was, I could have. I, I and there should be no. There should be no excuse for Travis Kelsey getting that touchdown. I mean, like that's arguably the best tight end in the league arguably. right now. Definitely the best one that's healthy. Yes. Arguably the best quarterback in the league right now. Like you should, they should not be that open. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, no, genuinely, I think Patrick Mahomes is the front runner for MVP right now. Uh, like that was ridiculous. I think the Chiefs are the best team in football, but the Raiders are very impressive this season. Which, God, that hurts to say, but I really like what I'm seeing from the Raiders. Mm. I really do. I think I, I think they're better than I had thought they were, and I I think they're in a good position to make a wild card. Yeah, no, it's definitely possible. Ah, 19 minutes ago, as we're talking about it, breaking. Chicago Bears quarterback Mitch Trubisky will start Sunday against the Green Bay Packers. There you go. Here's your breaking news that you're going to see Thursday morning. <laughs> you're welcome, viewers. You're welcome, team. Uh, so, yeah, just Chiefs played well. Like, uh, it's such a good game. Honestly, yeah. both teams played well. And also, the Chiefs are undefeated on the road. Their only loss on the season is the Raiders at home. Pretty interesting yep. to point out. Just thought that was a fun factoid. Uh, then our Monday night football game. Oh, by the way, oh, also I meant to game. say uh, before I go playoffs. Or, I'm sorry, MVP. It's Mahomes, Wilson, playoffs? and like I still feel like Josh Allen is there for me. And then there's like, like Murray, and like I can't think of another Rogers, because those four just feel so good. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. maybe, yeah. That, yeah. that feels like my five. It's definitely not Tommy B no, anymore. Tommy B is falling. He was yes. playing. He was playing pretty well, and then he fell off. He was, yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. So speaking of Tommy uh, B, Bucks Rams. This was also a really good game. Yeah, and I didn't feel like it should have been this interesting. There were four total interceptions in this game. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. Very weird. Uh, two from each quarterback, and Tommy B threw. Uh, they threw fifty-one passes from Jared Goff and forty-eight from Tom Brady, respectively. Yeah, I mean, we saw a huge day passing. Like Antonio Brown led the team in receiving. Whoa, Chris what? Evans, or Chris, Chris, Chris Evans, Chris Godwin, and Mike Evans. Together, they made Captain America, which is weird. True. Uh, each caught a touchdown. <laughs> Can we talk about Antonio Brown led the team in receiving for a moment? Can we talk about Mike Godwin then? Yeah. Mike Godwin, he sounds like a Because that's just the, that's just, when they combine, they form Captain America and some dude, like, Mike Godwin from The Office, you know, where he works in accounting. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, this was a, honestly a really impressive game from Jared Goff. Like, I really liked what I saw from him, too. Um, here's the thing, too. I don't think Jared Goff is in the MVP no. ra race for sure, but I think there's a decent chance he's a pro bowler. I mean... Like, he's had a pretty good year. Yeah. Especially since between, you know, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. Like, two of those are probably going to be in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. Or there's at least a decent enough chance that they are. Yeah. At least one yeah. of them, right? So, probably not all of them end up going to the Pro Bowl. So, I think Jared Goff could be that guy who still That's makes true. it. Like, he's had a pretty good sure. year. Um... Cooper Cup and Robert Woods both had insane games. Like, when was the last time you ever saw two receivers both go over 100? And not only that, go over 130. I mean, 
Okay, 130 is pushing it, but like earlier this season when Matt Ryan threw had three receivers go for over 100 yards, Russell Gage, Julio Jones, and uh, yeah, okay, that's true. <laughs> but and the, but Cooper Cup and, and Robert Woods they had 11 receptions and 12 receptions respectively. Yeah, and, like that's pretty nutty. 13.2 average, 10.8 average. Like that's pretty good. That, that's solid. Yeah. Um, this is this to me. This was an L on the defensive end for the Buccaneers. Like they really needed to help out and. Like, TB didn't help them at all. It was just a rough day all around for everyone. Like, yeah. The, um, realize... the Bucks are definitely falling off, but the, the Bucks are being saved a little bit by the fact that there's no real other team in the NFC right now that could compete for the 17. Oh, uh, the Bears? It, it would be the Bears, but the Bears are 500, and we, and we, you know, we just learned who their quarterback was now 23 so minutes I'm going to keep ago. it a bug 50 with you. I don't think the gap between Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky is that big anymore. Yeah, maybe. I think Mitch Trubisky can win. Like, the games that they've won, I think Mitch Trubisky could have also won those games. And the games they lost, they, he probably would have also lost, but could have probably won. So, I don't know. Nick Foles yeah. just can't scramble, and that's what that's what hinders him. Mick, Mitch Trubisky can run. That's what I've noticed yeah. from the, the, the Bears' offense, is that they're not, they're not, like, there's times where Nick Foles could run, and he just doesn't. Because he can't. <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't know. Take that with what you will. It'll be interesting to say the least. Yep. Good game. Um, I, I like this. I genuinely, I, I think the Rams are they're, solid. They're surprising me this season, I must say. Yeah, so, I agree. We'll see how well they finish the season out. Um, they have some pretty tough games. I think they have to play the 49ers, which even if unhealthy is still a tough matchup because it's interconference. They have to play the Cardinals one more time. Uh, they have to play the – looking at week 14, trying to find their game. They play Thursday night football against the Patriots. Are we looking at the yeah, Rams? They play Thursday night football against the R- Patriots in Week 14. Then they got the Jets, which is very winnable, obviously. Dub uh, Seahawks and again. The Seahawks. And then the Cardinals, the Cardinals again. again. So yeah, that's. I mean, NFC West is a bloodbath. I mean, it's 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 yeah. to end the season. It's gonna Definitely be tight. Be close. Um, so I'm excited to see how that ends. But that wraps up our Week 11 games, and we both again went seven and seven. How are we feeling about? Thanksgiving yeah. Day to start this year. Uh, uh, the, what a what a what yeah, a it's shitter. pretty rough. After the Ravens Steelers game got flexed, I was actually genuinely sad. Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm like, well, what am I gonna watch? Like, we're we're watching four teams, all of four sub 500 right. right now. Like, I think they're a combined. I saw this stat. Shout out to uh, Nick Beaton, who is probably not watching this, but I saw him tweet out. I believe they're a combined like 12 and 37 That's right nuts. now. That doesn't sound right. The Lions have four wins. Both the Cowboys and Washington each have three wins. That's 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 what ten. Come on, Nick Beaton, don't you dare! How many wins? All right, Texans I, I'm have? checking. Texans this. have three. That's thirteen wins. Also three. Nick Beaton. Nine, because three, six, nine plus. No, they, he said thirteen and twenty-seven. I just, okay. Right. I'm sorry. I just spit out all of this. All like, this. I was like, Detroit has four wins. All this all right. slander. Well, they're all okay. Yeah, no, they're all thirteen right, and right, twenty-seven. Right, right. He's right. He's right. I'm sorry, Nick, Nick Beaton. You were correct. We're sorry. Shout out to we're Nick. Sorry. We apologize. <laughs> I was like, that just doesn't sound correct. You sound close, but not right. Um, yeah, Texans play the Lions, and we have the Cowboys uh, at home. But, like, the Cowboys always play Thanksgiving because... Lions always play Thanksgiving. Why? Too. Why do both of these teams play Thanksgiving every year? Cowboys are America's team, and Lions are, you know, Detroit. Like, that's, you know, the cars no and, the, and the Great Depression. No, they make fun of that joke all the time. I'll never forget Family Guy did a Thanksgiving episode, and they end up having to go get a turkey, 
And for some reason, they're like, yeah, no, let's kill a live one and not go to the store, mm-hmm. right? You know, yada, yada, yada. Shenanigans happen. They end up in a zoo, and Brian gets trapped in the lion enclosure. He's like, hey, hey it's Thanksgiving. Shouldn't you guys be losing a football game right now? That's let's true. relax. I, I did see that skit. That was funny. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just tired. Of but yeah, I mean, without Raven Steelers, like, Thanksgiving, like, is, Thanksgiving is boring. <laughs> yeah, it's boring. But still, we have to make our predictions. Yeah. Um. So let's start up with the two Thanksgiving games. First of which is Texans at Lions. Are we giving this one too? Um, I'm gonna give it to the Lions. I was genuinely like switching my decision to the Lions right now. I'm not. Yeah, gonna... I, I like this was a hard one to pick too because both these teams are not great. Uh, we saw the Texans put like Deshaun Watson put the Texans on his back on his back last week. You can't win games. Like um, but I, Matt, like we said, Matt Stafford has never dropped a goose egg ever, and I feel like there's a little bit of redemption too. Yeah, of course, I agree with that. So, and the Lions are a team that's used to this quick turnaround, right? They're they're like they know that week twelve, they're always thinking about that quick turnaround mm-hmm. week. So, I, the Lions also have the better record too. Like the Texans have two wins against the Jags, and then one win against the Patriots. Right. I feel like the Lions' wins are a little bit more valid, yeah. and if they that almost, makes sense. They, they actually are almost so, a 500 team without DeAndre Swift dropping one pass against the Bears. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I, I'm taking the Lions. Uh, I, too, am taking the Lions this week. I think the Texans, if, unless Deshaun Watson says, fine, I'll do it myself a te- second week in a row, like, I don't I don't. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Who are the Lions' wins against? Jags? Uh, Falcons? Falcons. Washington? Did they beat anyone of value? The Colts? Didn't they beat the Colts? No, they Darn lost it. the Colts. That would have been nice. Beat the Falcons. Lions, who do you guys beat? The Jags? I've already said the Jags, right? Yeah. The Jags, Falcons, and... Maybe the Cardinals? Week, uh, week three? Washington. They did beat the Cardinals. There we weekly. go. That's a good win. No, the Cardinals. Oh, it's because I'm looking at my fucking predictions page. <laughs> yeah, the Lions won the yeah, Cardinals in three. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> it's like they beat a decent team. So then, okay, then 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 did I just spit falsities? No, they beat no, Washington. They beat Washington Jags. They did beat the Falcons, and yeah, they did beat right. the Jags. Everything okay, just cool. not the Cardinals. That was only what we were okay. looking for. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I am taking yeah, the Lions. Same. I'm taking the Lions as well. I think Matthew Stafford pops off. So. Woo. Okay, we got uh, Washington in Dallas. Uh, can I play the Cowboys a tie for my own sanity? <laughs> that would be that would make actually everything worse. Are you kidding me? That would make everything insanity. Like I just don't want either team to have a better win loss record than us at the end of this week. <laughs> well, you never know. Well, okay, it's it might only exist for like three days. True, 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 true. true you never true, know. True, true. Um, I'm gonna take the Cowboys though. Um, I felt like they were hot last week. With Andy Dalton back, it seeming it seems like the Cowboys are better than I'm they also were for sure. You know, you're not off ready for, for sure. My hot takes this week. I'm letting you know they're pretty hot. They're pretty. Spicy. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're probably not. This week. I, yeah, I went stupid fucking safe I this did week. Not. I'm going spicy this week. Ooh, okay. Uh, who are you picking? I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going to take uh, the Cowboys. I'm actually taking Washington. I think Washington has a really good pass okay. rush, and because Andy Dalton isn't going to have enough time to do anything because their O line is crippled, um, they're going. Chase Young is going to get at him. Get out and get them early. Uh, Washington has okay. a really good front four, and I think they're just going to get at them. I think they're blitzing. They're, 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 they're making sure Andy Dalton's sitting on his butt all game. Yeah. 
So I'm gonna pick Washington. Definitely not the worst, you know. Definitely not the worst take for sure. So yeah. All right, kicking things off with what should have been Thanksgiving. Um. Yeah, let's let's talk Ravens Steelers because it hasn't been confirmed what time or network. Or we don't know what they're, they're at, at, but yeah. they're at one fifteen Eastern, so they're at a morning game. Okay, I did see that earlier. Oh, cool! Ask Crack of Dawn. Yeah, Fun. Ten a.m. game. That's what the Ravens and Steelers right. deserve. Um, I mean, this is a close game for sure. Like this was a close game the last time they played, but this one's in Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh won in Baltimore. Pittsburgh is ten and zero. I have a hard time believing they'll lose this game. I'm taking the Steelers. So. When I told you I had hot takes, I got some spicy ones this week, my man. Okay, so comeback starts right now. Here we go. <laughs> Ravens, it is your time to shine this week. It is your moment. It is your history. This is it. You have to win this football game or else you might not make the playoffs. Lamar Jackson knows it. Harbaugh knows it. They know what they got to do this week. So they're coming in with that mentality. And I think Pittsburgh loses their first game of the season to the Baltimore Ravens this week. Hot take. Definitely not the worst take in the world. I, I think so. no one else is going to agree with me. That's hot. I, I think it's spicy. I'm ready. Yeah. It's not even the spiciest take I have this week. Yeah. Bills Chargers is next. Okay. Yeah. Pro- Sunday proper. We got Bills Chargers. Uh, Bills are coming off a of bye yep. week. Chargers are very inconsistent. Uh, I'm taking I also the Bills. I'm taking the Bills. I said I was saying safe on, uh, spicy on like two other games. Not, not, not I'm not stupid. Okay. <laughs> spicy, not stupid. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. We need to use that, that phrase is the more next, often. That is the That's name awesome. of this episode. I'm spicy, spice. not stupid. <laughs> spicy, not stupid. <laughs> That's great. I think That's I think great. I think we have some good. I think I've had some fun titles like the. The clowns are here. Like that's like, those are some fun titles, bro. Oh, I've had some fun times. Yeah. I like spicy, that one. Sp- not uh, spicy, not stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, Bills definitely win this game. I think they're better. Like, just plain and simple. Chargers choke okay. too much. Like it's just yeah. Yeah. America, okay. biggest game, game of the uh, week. biggest game by yeah, biggest game of the week by far. We got Titans Colts. In um, the both these teams are seven and three. Colts won the first matchup, which means the Colts are currently winning yes. the South. And this game probably decides the AFC South. Pretty darn close, yes. Colts won on the road last time. Both of these teams won tough overtime games last week, meaning that they burned a lot of resources. Yes, they did. So this is genuinely going to be a really – I think this is going to be a very close, tight Mm game. I'm going to take the Colts. This is going to be a very close game indeed. Um, the the Colts did a really good job last time with the Titans in containing Derrick Henry because they got it to a point where they couldn't run with Derrick Henry and where they had to pass the ball. I think that they do not do that this time, and I think Derrick Henry is going to go off. Uh, I'm I'm hoping the Titans win. I don't know why I like I like yeah. The I mean, the Colts. it's such a it hard really game is. to pick. I'm, I'm picking the it Titans. It really is. Um, I'm not picking differently because you pick differently, but. I'm just like that's how I feel. I feel like Derrick Henry's gonna get. Contained. I appreciate it though. No, I need to make a comeback somehow. Hey, listen, we're we're picking, we're picking, we're three off right now. I'm letting you know, and we're gonna probably be like six off. Yeah, and we're it's I'm gonna get you know, worse it's gonna be probably. Like six yeah. off this week. I told you, spicy, not stupid. Yeah. All right, Panthers Vikings. Okay, <laughs> uh, we got pa- Panthers Vikings. Um, this is a tough game for, to call 100%. for sure because both these teams are kind of you know like these teams that are like barely below 500 ish. When they play, yeah. Panthers are about to head to bye yeah. week. 
so I feel like they could blow a lot of stuff on this game. But the thing I've been saying all year <laughs> is that the Panthers have a very, very young yep. defense. I don't know if a very, very young defense is able to account for I Dalvin also Cook. think the same thing. On top of Adam yep. Thielen at the same time, who both are hot yep. right now. So I'm taking I'm the Vikings. I'm taking the Vikings for the same reasons. I think Kirk Cousins isn't playing on primetime, so I have no reason to bet against him. There you go. Uh, Browns, Jags. Okay, next up. Browns, Jags. Uh, Browns are good. Jags are not. Same reasoning. We're heading Browns. to Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland, give me an eighth win on the season. That's crazy, by the way. Good yeah. Plan. I mean, with two more wins, the Browns secure their first winning season since, a, a, what, 2011? <laughs> a long time. Yeah. They went they went 10-6 and six in 2011, but still missed the you playoffs. You absolutely I remember it was the year that Tom Brady. Yeah. Or was it 2011? I don't know. No, it was fairly was the recently. one where that you know, one the last, like, back was on the cover of Madden, and I just never heard of him. Peyton yeah. Hillis? Yeah. Never heard of him since. Oh, I just looked. Uh, yeah, Browns are better than Jags, plain and simple. Jags are reeling, and I think they're starting another quarterback, like their fourth starting quarterback this year, so I'm just... Oh, it was 2007. Jesus Christ. Browns. Poor Browns. Finished 10-6, and six, but missed they're playoffs. All, they'll get there. They're, they, I think they can make... I think they have a really good chance of making it this year. They're playing really good yep. football. All right, Giants-Bengals. Yeah. Uh, Joe Burrow's hurt. I don't feel like the Bengals have much else to go on, so I've taken the Giants. Giants are also coming I'm off by. Not willingly. Well, I'm sorry, what was I going to say? Say for the I'm people in the back. The Giants, not, not, not willingly, but logically. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought I you said. Giants right now, I'm so mad about this. <laughs> I'm mad that there's going to be two four-win teams in our division by the end of the night. Yeah. By the end of Sunday. Okay, um, Cardinals-Patriots. This is a weirdly um, good game, This too. is a weirdly good game, but I also think that the Patriots don't have the ability to contain DeAndre Hopkins, and that's why I think the Cardinals kind of go on the road to win this game. And I think the Cardinals know what what's at stake right now with the NFC West and the playoff race, that they have to win this game, in my opinion, because it's one of, those, one of those games where it's against a weaker opponent. They have a couple division games left to play. This is one of their wins that are like, you kind of have to win. It's like one of those must wins against a bat, uh, like a worse team than you. So I think Arizona comes out and wins this game. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. Cardinals are also coming off the long week because they played on Thursday last week. So, uh, yeah, I've, I'm taking the yep. Cardinals. Uh, Dolphins, Jets. Jets are the worst team in football. Pick, I'm taking the Dolphins. So, uh, you remember that spicy, spicy. stupid take? This might be spicy <laughs> and stupid. Spicy, not stupid take? <laughs> this might be spicy so, and stupid. I have to go off of two things here. One, the Dolphins just lost to the Broncos, which I don't think they're a bad team, but the, the, they're – their controversy with benching Tua makes me think that they have no clue what's going on right now. Like, there's something weird going on at quarterback, right? One reason why I'm picking them. One reason why I think they're losing. Yeah, right? Two. Okay. Two. I think, by law of equivalency, because the Ravens, I have them picking to beat the Steelers this week, I have to select the Jets to beat the Dolphins this week. Jets are getting okay. their first one of the season for Thanksgiving, and Adam Gay still gets fired. Spicy Let's and stupid. go with it. Well done. I'm ready. You did it. I'm ready. Yo, I'm ready. Yo, hey, listen. If you guys can comment or tweet at me, you'd be like, man, this man's an idiot. The Jets win this week. I promise you. When you're you. right. <laughs> I mean, no. Sometimes those hot takes, like, those are dubs. I remember during the playoffs, I was chatting with Aki and some other people. And divisional round, this is right after the Titans beat the Patriots, mm -hmm. right? 
I remember I took all the favorites to win that game, and I, uh, I was like, you know, I'm taking the Chiefs. I can't remember who, who else was in the NFC, but I remember it was the, the Chiefs. Chiefs, Chiefs, were Chiefs played the Texans. Texans, Ravens played the Titans. Yeah, I, but who was in the uh, NFC? It was in the second round. It was – who went to the Super Bowl? It was Chiefs, Niners. Niners, Niners. played – the Niners Vikings beat the Vikings, and then the Packers beat the Seahawks. Because the Seahawks beat the Eagles, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. I, th- I think I was like – no, I remember I did take the Seahawks, though, because I remember it went 3-1. Yeah. So I remember I, I was like – I've taken the Chiefs, 49ers, Seahawks, and Titans, and I'll never forget Aki typed these words. Titans, question mark, you're on crack. And here we are. And it here we so are. It was so funny because I based my opinion off of – like I watched um, I watched the – uh, I watched Chisel Adonis make predictions, right, for the playoffs. And he was like – "I'm." He, he took the Ravens to win the game. And then he saw Derrick Henry, his pregame outfit, and he's like, I changed my mind. This man is a king, a saint. He looked like a Wakandan king right now. Derrick Henry is murdering <laughs> these Ravens. And what happened? <laughs> I was crying. I laughed so hard. I was like, dude, if he's right, yeah. this is a legendary pick. And sure and behold, the, the Titans won. The Titans almost beat the Chiefs too, low-key. That was insane. Anyway, yeah. I took took Titans-Niners to be the Super Bowl matchup after that. I really did. Okay, so you're taking the Jets. I'm taking the Dolphins. Okay. Raiders-Falcons. Say it. Say it. I know you don't want to, but you have to say it. A little louder for the people in the back. Yeah. I'm taking yeah, the Raiders we sold our because stock I on sold the my stock on the Falcons. <laughs> I, remember, spicy, not stupid. I'm taking the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm taking the Raiders, too. Saints-Broncos. Raiders are just better, too. Saints-Broncos. Yeah. Um, This is a weird matchup, uh, for 100%. sure. 100%. Uh, do you want me to go first this time? I so, do. I actually went, almost had I, – I almost, again, was going spicy. Like, this was my spice week for some reason. Thanksgiving food. I was feeling spicy this week. I had the Broncos winning this game because of Taysom Hill. Then I saw what Taysom Hill did last week, and I was like, I can't willingly do this. But the Broncos didn't play bad either. Like, I think their pass rush can get to Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill's just way too good on the run. Like, he could throw on the run. He could run, run. He could do whatever he wants. Like, he is really good when he's moving. So I have to give the Saints the win, but I think the Broncos could very well upset this game. Not going to lie. I'm in the same exact boat. And I'm this close to am, taking the Broncos. I was that close to taking the Broncos, too. I'm this close. Like, their pass rush, dude, is, like, so good. I want to take yeah. them so bad. But I just can't – I can't will myself to do it right now. Yeah. Taysom Hill Taysom Hill's performance made me question it. That's all. Yeah, I'm taking the Saints. Rams, Niners. Um, Rams are hot right now. Yep. Niners are coming off a bye, though. They had a chance to get a little bit healthy, but I feel like the key pieces on the Niners are already out. Like, they've been out yeah, for the year. So, I, I'm taking I'm the Rams. Rams. They're just not healthy enough. The Niners are not healthy enough to win. Yep. Uh, I hate to say it. They have a really tough, really tough season for them. And I, I just chalk it up to injuries. Let's... Okay, last one for Sunday afternoon. We got Chiefs. Ending Bucks. night on a good one. Interesting game because we got, we got Brady Mahomes three, I think. Electric Boogaloo. But now Brady's in red, too. So it's weird. weird. But um, Bucks are coming off a tough loss to the Rams last Monday Night Football, and they're on the yep. short week. I think the Chiefs are the, the best team in football, so Wait, I'm the taking the Chiefs on the road. Four? Oh, they haven't had their bye week yet. My yes. Bad. We said six and four. They're seven No, it's four. next week. Yeah, next week is their bye week. Okay. Who are you taking? I'm sorry. 
Yep. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm taking also the taking the Chiefs. I think Chiefs are the best team in football. Plain and simple. Yep. Bears Packers. Mitch Trubisky. We now know is starting. We do know that now. Um, this is in Lambeau. The Bears historically don't Never. win in Lambeau, so I'm taking the Lambeau team. Packers. It's that simple. It is that simple. Um, okay. This one was actually the hardest one for me to pick this week. Not the Ravens Steelers. Not the Titans Colts. This one. And for one reason only. Aaron Rodgers has not played well when pressure is applied to him. He is really comfortable, but he does not he has not played well when pressure is applied to him. He throws interceptions. He kind of has choked some games away that IE Buccaneers game really is the biggest example I have of this. I think that the Bears have a phenomenal defense. Like they are really good defensively. Their offense is very shaky. But I think their defense can do enough to win this game. I just, This is such a tough one. I, I'm like, I really, really... I, I'm already on the trend of spicy. I got to. I'm going Bears this week. I got to go with it. I'm going spicy okay. again. Let's do it. Comeback starts right now. No, Here no, we I'm go. Spicy this week. I, either comeback starts right now or you are about to seal my yeah, fate. I'm going spicy this week. I have to. You know, I, have to <laughs> I, I had the Packers winning on, on my sheet just now, but spicy... Spicy, spicy week. Let's do it. Send full it. Send, send the spice. Send it. Let's go. I'm picking the Bears to win this game. Let's do it. Let's go, Chi-Town. Win, win me a Sunday night football game. Never thought I'd cheer for you guys. And we got Monday night football. All right. Birds versus the Seahawks. Monday in night. Philly. On yeah, prime we time. We got bird on bird on violence. prime time. This isn't prime time. The um, Eagles are 3-0 in prime Seahawks time are coming this season. Up. I want you to be known. Seahawks are coming off the long week. Yep. Seahawks are in a very competitive yep. NFC West. Eagles are in a very competitive nfc east but a different yes. kind of competitive agreed you know 100 percent. like you know it, it's the kind of competitive that gets their own bus yeah, stop you know <laughs> yeah that's so um mean. <laughs> that is mean that's terrible uh i'm gonna take the birds thanks wait 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 whoa 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 yeah that that was whoa, the joke whoa, whoa, that, whoa. That, that was the joke whoa, whoa, you did catch on I'm taking the Green Birds. I'm taking. Are you the really? They're undefeated in prime time. I am. I'm saying. Are you it. really? Yeah, because here's my thing: is I still feel like the Eagles are the best team in, in, in the East, right? <laughs> I think the Eagles are the best team in the East. Let's go. And the, one of the Cowboys or the football team have to win this week. I think the I, I think the Eagles have to win the East. They're the best team in the East. Yeah, I'm with you. So I think by default, because we have an, an NFC East matchup going on elsewhere and this matters, the Eagles have to win. So I'm taking the Eagles. You know, taking the oh birds and green. Oh my gosh. I just, I, 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 I am flabbergasted. I am stunned. I am actually shook you picked the Eagles because I was ready for the Spice Week 2.0. Like, I was like, I'm taking the Eagles this week because we're undefeated in primetime. We don't lose primetime games this season, apparently. No, I listen to you. I listen to those, like, seven to eight-minute rants about the Eagles, okay? I know they're undefeated in primetime. Which is nuts. Time. First off, the fact that we don't lose in primetime is nuts. We also are – we've beaten the Niners. We haven't played the Cardinals yet. I think we lost to the Rams, though, in week two, which was tough out. The yeah. NFC West we notoriously go even against. This is the one I think we win. We always go, like, two and two. Or like three and one. We always do well against the West. Like it's like it's weird. Like we either play we always lose to the uh Seahawks, then beat everybody else. We've already lost the Rams this season. 
what is for me to think that we don't win our primetime game against the Seahawks? Because we have the ability. We're we're a team that lead like is top up. We're up there in sacks, right? What is one weakness we always talk about the Seahawks having? An O line. It's one of their biggest weaknesses. Doug, their O line and their defense right now. And the biggest struggles for the Eagles but is the, moving the, the football, which they can move on a Seahawks the best defense and. The best unit on the Seahawks defense right now is their D-line, too. And we know that the Eagles O-line is yeah, struggling agreed, as well. Agreed. You cannot. You got me there. They will be blitzing all day. They'll be going for it. I think we're going to be running the football. Our run has been really good. Our running, actually running the football has been really, really good. Miles Sanders is beginning like, he's like, uh, I think he's number two in the league in average yards per carry. If you don't want to quote me on that, I think it's Nick Chubb and then him. Not going to lie. Average yards per carry, Miles Sanders is number two in the league. I think I, I think that was the stat. I want to look now. Average yards per carry NFL twenty twenty. I want to look it up right now before I before I before I average. He's number three in the league. Kyler Murray's number one. Nick Chubb's number two, and Miles Sanders is number three. Fun fact. That's <laughs> weird. Kyler Murray. He leads the league in. I mean, it's it's. It makes sense, but it doesn't mean it's yeah, not weird. Yeah, he leads the league in yards per carry. And, like, like don't get me wrong. It's, like, Miles Sanders is number, like, 13 on the rushing list. He's only played seven of the ten games we had. But, like, that's a, that's a good stat, right? Like, he's averaging, like, six yards per carry. That's really good on the O-line and the run game. Give the ball to Miles Sanders is a very winnable game. I, I firmly believe that. All Miles Sanders has to do is just catch the football, please. When we dump the ball off to you, just catch it. If you get in space, we win games. Birds, I'm asking you, please, if this is if there's any game you need to win this season, I think this is the one. This will literally like can make or break your season. You win this game, you can ride some momentum, and if you if if the Bears beat the Packers and we go to we go to Lambeau next week, we could potentially beat the Packers because they're reeling. Like I'm telling you, it could happen. Go birds. <laughs> <laughs> Just beat the Seahawks. I'm I got the birds this week too. Spicy <laughs> Spicy. Okay, so in conclusion, I am taking the Lions, Cowboys, Steelers, Bills, Colts, Vikings, Browns, Giants, Cardinals, Dolphins, Raiders, Saints, Rams, Chiefs, Packers, Eagles. Okay, and I am taking the Lions football team, Ravens, Bills, Titans, Vikings, Browns, Giants, Cardinals, Jets. Wow. Raiders, Saints, Rams, Chiefs, Bears, Eagles. This is a fun week. It is. We are bi-weekless as well. Next week, there's two more teams on buys, but then it is crunch time in the NFL. Yes. Last four weeks are always huge yep. for, like, one to two teams. <laughs> yep, yep. So, we'll see how this goes. So, um, yep. we have – so, what do we have different? We have the Washington game that's different. You have the Cowboys. I have Washington. We have Ravens, Ravens Steelers, Steelers different. Titans, Colts. We have Titans, Colts. We Jets, have – I feel like there's one um, more there. Bears, Packers. Did you take? You took the Bills. I took the Bills. You, okay. We both took the Cardinals too. We both took the Vikings. We both took the Browns. We both took the Giants. I took the Jets. You took the Dolphins. It's five. Fun fact. So yeah, and then Bears, Packers, and yeah, Bears, yeah, Packers, five. So five different this week. Five games different this week, which is the most yeah, this we've is had. Definitely the biggest week. Uh, fun fact: Even if I get all of them wrong and you get all of them, oh yeah, you will beat me by one if we get if I go. Oh, no, I, I'm I'm ahead of you by one game. That's then. fine. I can live with that. 
This is this is my shot in the dark week. I'm ready for it. Yeah, it's either that or I'm back by right. nine. Can we'll you imagine I go undefeated this week? <laughs> I get all. Can you imagine me getting the Jets right this week? That would be nutty. Oh no reason gosh. to do that, and yet here I am doing it. Yeah, I would. I would do something terrible to myself. For me, but it's like the Washington Cowboys game is. A I toss feel like up, it happens right? now. Like Washington Cowboys is a toss up. Yeah, I feel like Ravens Steelers. That's more of a toss up. Steelers feels like a toss up. That's more of a toss up. Titans Colts is a toss up. Bears Packers. Bears Packers. I think it's leaning way more. It's less of a toss up, but it's a toss up. Yeah. Full send. Yeah, Dolphin Jets is not a toss-up. That's a bold That's prediction. That's just a bold prediction. Not even a toss-up. This is just me saying YOLO. You know? Yeah, D-hop down there somewhere. D-hop down there somewhere, dog. <laughs> Who, who's the Jets have a receiver? Joe Flacco. Jameson Crowder. Joe Flacco and said, Jameson Crowder down there somewhere. Let's get us a win. <laughs> Brashard Perryman. And... I don't even know who those are. I know, I know who Jameson about Crowder is. Jameson Crowder? That's his name? Yes? Brashard Perryman was, has been, like, elite, a receiver for, like, like nine to ten different teams now. Hence why I don't know who he is. Yeah. I only know that because... You know you know how I know Brashard Perryman is I had him in, like, an NFL fantasy draft. That's funny. Or, uh, uh Adam, oh, yeah, Denzel I Mims. What. I know who that is. Don't ask why I know who that is. I know who that is, though. Brashard Perryman. They have Frank Gore! forgot about that. They have uh, Lamar Jackson at cornerback. Not bad for a running back. <laughs> cornerback. Yeah, that's not bad for a cornerback. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's tough. <laughs> that's tough. That's yeah. tough. Yeah. Why am I picking this team to win again? Who knows? YOLO! Law of equivalency! We'll have to see. Yep. I'm ready. All right. Yeah, to be fair, you're also predicting the, the Ravens to win. Yeah, I am not. So this is so. definitely an interesting. This is a week. In my scenario, there is no law of equivalency. Exactly. Well, technically, there is still law of equivalency, just not, well, you know. I get it. Yeah. You know, you know. Anyway. Anyway, that'll wrap it up for us this yep, week. Yep, yep. I hope you all have a great and happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I, I know I'm very thankful for all of you guys that listen to us here on the show. You guys are awesome. We've gained some interesting traction on Instagram after I posted everything. So very grateful for all of you guys and everybody that listens. Uh, are any closing remarks this week other than the spicy, not stupid takes? Happy Thanksgiving. I hope your Thanksgiving is as spicy as Davion's takes. <laughs> Yo, listen, if tomorrow we get we get Lions and Washington winning, I'm I know I'm destined for greatness. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. All right, with that, you guys, we're going to get yeah. the heck up out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening again for another week. We'll catch you guys next week. Next week is going to be a little bit of a different shakeup. Eric, I got to talk to you about that because I'm in Florida the following week. Um, so we'll figure some stuff out for that. Okay. Of course, right then. That's perfect, right? Good timing. I have no more tri- right. planned trips after nice that. We're full set on every week thing. Um, but with that, you guys, we're going to go out here. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great rest of your Sunday. Or, I'm sorry, Thursday. And we'll catch you guys all next week, next Thursday for week 12 wrap-up, week 13 predictions. Uh, with that, we're out. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. See ya.